Today on the program, did you really think just because you had an idea that it belonged to you? It's Iron Man. party i'm your host nick joining me today is the shrapnel to my heart anthony <laughs> just getting in there tearing it up just, just getting in there, tearing <laughs> up. a little shrapnel in your it's, ass uh, too <laughs> I, if i don't keep you at bay you'll kill me but you're always with me you know <laughs> no it's it's not bad <laughs> it's not as sexual as we usually are no no it got, makes me feel feelings <laughs> <laughs> look out drywall <laughs> also with us manny dose Welcome. Pretty. How you doing? <laughs> How you doing? <laughs> we, uh, yeah, you hanging out in town, decided to watch some movies, drink some beers, and then talk about movies. Oh, yeah. Yeah, this is what we do here. This is proof that we will literally let anybody on this show. <laughs> <laughs> well, he just got here, man. You're going to be talking shit already. <laughs> Who's the new guy? Well, when I pulled off the overpass, he was had a sign. I'm like, hey, you ever done a... <laughs> Done a podcast? <laughs> well, I was at Home Depot. We'll do podcast for beer. <laughs> <laughs> Hell yeah, I will. That's a t-shirt right there. Uh, today we are talking about Iron Man from 2008, directed by John Favreau. We all know who John Favreau is, right? We don't need to break down who John Favreau is and what he's done. Was that PCU that he was? Uh, PCU. <laughs> he was the stoner. Yeah. Fucking future episode for sure. Gotta love PCU. Yeah. Uh, I mean, he's happy in these. I think Family Guy had the best joke about him. Where it was like he always casts himself in his own movies, but it's okay because he seems like the type of guy that'll help you move if you ask him. So <laughs> no. we, we give him a pass. What was the movie that he was an asshole in, though? Uh, uh, a lot of them. Yeah. No. The one what he's married to to was it Presley? Oh, or, uh, yeah, I love uh, you, man. Yeah. I love previous <laughs> previous episode. Yeah. I love you, man. Peter. I don't know him. You've met him like five times. No idea. <laughs> <laughs> pukes in his face Man. shit yeah oh yeah good old john favreau yeah. un- uh, unnecessarily jacked john favreau for never being an action hero never playing a superhero just just a fucking huge muscly man yeah he well supposedly he lost 30 pounds when he got this movie like when they, he was gonna be the one directing the movie he lost 30 pounds for it in celebration or whatever to prepare for it i guess but because he needed to be svelte to be happy <laughs> the the limo driver <laughs> I mean, you know, well, he knew down the road he'd be meeting uh, old oh, yeah, Aunt old, May. Marissa, old Marissa Tomei. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, yeah, I'd, you got to get in shape for Marissa I'm gonna Tomei. I'm going to be dropping some pounds. I'll be like, hey, listen, you got a shot with Marissa Tomei. I'm like, Phew. I'm going to do yes. some push-ups. That's right. Just like we talked about before you turn me into a vampire. Give me a few months. I need to hit the gym. <laughs> I got to start eating salads. Definitely going to get an ass waxing before this begins. <laughs> <laughs> before I meet Marissa Tomei. Yeah. I'm going to have to shower and finally wipe. <laughs> Gross. Hmm. <laughs> Uh, I went to go do my usual written by, but such a long fucking list of people. More than eight credits of people that wrote this movie between characters created by like the comic book writers like Stanley and Jack Kirby, and then all the people that had their fingers in the screenplay. I was like, yeah, I'm not going to go through all that. So a lot of people wrote this. It yeah, was a- yeah. Yeah, and actually, it was like the script wasn't even finished when they started shooting. Yeah. Like a tremendous amount of this was ad-libbed by... By, by RDJ. Yeah. Uh, which... If you got Robert Downey Jr., just fucking let him go, man. 
Like he's been doing this since the eighties. He's been doing yeah. this since we were all born. Like let it, if let the man do his work. Yeah, and that's one thing that, and I don't know if it was a part of this movie, but like later down the road, they talked about how he's always hiding snacks, like around the <laughs> set, and they'll be like, "Just get everything out of here!" Like, and then they'll turn around, and he's eating something, like he's been hiding chips and stuff on the set. That makes me love him even more. <laughs> I yeah. do. I think that it works in this. Iron Man two was shit. Iron Man three was better, but that's because Shane Black directed it, and RDJ and Shane Black. I mean, kiss, kiss, bang, bang. Like they they've yeah. got a lot together, but. There's a whole lot of this that works because Robert Downey Jr. is a fucking good actor and has a style and he gets to ad lib and improvise, you know, and so we get like little funny lines and little, yeah, I can fly, stupid shit like that. And then Marvel's like, oh, people like that stuff. And now every Marvel movie, the hero has to go, oh, that just happened or some stupid (laughs) aside. It's like, no, that worked because Robert Downey Jr. fucking threw it off the cuff and it was great. You can't just make that the script of your movie. Like, yeah. I feel that they took that from this especially and then tried to make it like a template for everything. And now that we're 400 movies into the Marvel Cinematic Universe, like, change it up. Try to do something. For fuck's sake. Yeah, I mean, I love the Marvel movies, so I'm not going to be like, I, I, it's not broke. If it ain't broke, don't fix it, I guess. But yeah, I, no, I it's can see. Dev- it's, it's beyond broke. It's <laughs> Fucking, it is it is broke like Manny's ass. I don't know. I just saw Quantumania <laughs> a couple weeks ago, and it was not this Manny, different Manny, the one oh, that yeah, got yeah, hit yeah, by yeah. a bicycle. <laughs> got, not hit by a bicycle, got hit on his bicycle. Put another crack in his ass. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to ask. <laughs> but yeah, no, Quantumania I thought was great, too. And I haven't seen that. it. Uh, I don't know. I've heard that it wasn't, an Ant- for being an Ant-Man movie, it wasn't like Ant-Man centric or like give me just give me a fucking ant-man adventure but no it needed to be all this other shit yeah i mean it was i mean it's opening up a whole new you know phase of the marvel universe but man oh freaking yeah i know that we're not on the on the this is an ant-man one but yeah Yeah. old old michelle pfeiffer is still looking just fine as hell just michelle pfeiffer will never not be fine as hell yeah that's impossible it is physically impossible for her to not be fine as hell i think we said that on uh God, what fuck? No, that was Kim Basinger. Never mind. I was like, I'm mixing up. <laughs> when I was like, and into the movie walked Kim Basinger. Will she ever not be beautiful? No. The answer is no. She will never not be beautiful. Yeah. Um. Anyway, but so this movie was a crapshoot. Like we uh, had some Fantastic Four movies that had come out. We had some of them X Men's that were under Sony Pictures. Uh, I think the Tobey Maguire Spider-Man's had come out. I don't know why I always say Spider-Man's like he's a Jewish guy, but. Uh, <laughs> You know, so superhero. And then you had the Blade. The Blade movies. Blades were working. You, you had the old Punisher. You had a couple so Punisher movies there, by now. There was yeah. definitely an interest in superhero movies, but Iron Man wasn't. I don't. I don't think a a big tier character. If you were a Marvel comic fan, then you were probably into him. But as far as like when I think of Marvel comics and big characters, you know, Hulk, X Men, beyond X Men, even just Wolverine. Uh, you know, but I don't think Iron Man isn't up there with Captain America and all them as far as like general public awareness and fandom. So we're taking a character. We can, we got an actor that's on his third fucking comeback or however yeah. many times Robert Downey Jr. had flushed his career down the toilet and been able to come back. Yeah, and he's, he's only 43. I mean, I'm shit. older than him right now. And like, he was, it seems like, I don't, of course, the older I get, the younger 
it is. You know, 44 yeah. used to be old when I was younger. Oh, for sure. But now, now I'm still young. Yeah. yeah. Goddamn right. <laughs> well, you know, you could base it off of what you know. But, uh, and then Favreau hadn't directed much. He did Made, that kind of semi-sequel to Swingers. Oh, yeah. Uh, with him and Vince Vaughn. But he also did Elf and Zathura. Zathura is a space adventure thing that's considered to be part of the Jumanji verse. Yeah, another game, another board game yeah. type thing. And so he had some stuff that did make some money. Elf, obviously, his biggest hit so far. And RDJ, we know the name. We know he's bankable, but he's also kind of been soured in the public eye a bunch of times. So we can get these guys for cheap. And we're working with a character that nobody fucking knows. So we don't have to worry about fucking it up or how these right. people coming out and getting online 2008 so probably still going to message boards and being like well that's totally not what he would do and you get the the two people that would say stuff about why he wasn't like this in the comic books fucking on aol live doc whatever and so they were able to gamble on it and it paid off it was huge and then the idea i think for the cinematic i don't think they had the idea for i mean obviously it was there because the post scene in the movie yeah they did do the post scene but then an Hulk was after this. The Edward Norton yeah. Incredible Hulk was after this. And when he walked in in that post scene, we're like, wait a minute, Iron Man's in this movie now? What the fuck? And that's when it was like, ding! You know, like the whole public just went, oh, shit. Yeah. And there's been a lot of Marvel movies up to this point that we talked about. But this was actually the first Marvel self-financed yes. movie. This Correct. is when Marvel's like, we're betting on ourselves right Spider-Man's now. a Marvel character, but those were Sony pictures. X-Men right. were, I think, was also Sony. Uh, Yeah, I think. Was it? Yeah, I think. Maybe. But, no, it's something, or, no, something different Fox, because they're Fox. They're Fox. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And 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 then there was like, one of them had the rights to the word mutant. So then this other one couldn't say that people were mutants. And I don't know. It's all like film rights versus comic book rights. And again, capitalism, go fuck yourself. But uh, yeah, so this was able to be done fairly cheaply as far as blockbuster movies go. 140 million. 140 million. Pretty cheap. Yeah. Considering Endgame was like, I think over a billion to make. Oh, probably, yeah. So this one grossed five hundred eighty-five million. So yeah, made, made quite a bit of money. But and then it, it opened the door for the Marvel. Every, I mean, it just yeah, and it's still I think the most rewatchable, at least of like the first phases of of Marvel. Like I enjoy some of the others in the first Avengers movie. Previous episode, I still enjoy and can rewatch that. But I don't give two fucks about Iron Man two, Iron Man three maybe. Those Thor movies can all fuck off. Ragnarok maybe if I'm hungover. But Thor one and two just fuck yourself. Those are I'll terrible. Take, I'll take Ragnarok all day. Like Ragnarok's if it's on, I'll funny. watch it. Yeah. Uh, Captain Americas are fine, but he had one movie, and then every other Captain America movie is an ensemble cast. It's not Captain America. Yeah. It's, but Civil he's War. In was a, Civil War, I think, is one of the better. Civil Marvel War should have been should have been an Avengers movie. Probably. Yeah. Yeah. It was still exciting. I've seen that in theaters. Uh, I saw this one in theaters. I went in two thousand eight because I was dating a girl in L A. and she's like, I want to go see Iron Man. I was like. I mean, she was uh, she she was an actress and did some local plays and stuff. I was like, but you're into like art house shit, and you want to go, you want to go see a superhero? <laughs> you know, yes, we're gonna. I'm I'm not gonna ask any questions. <laughs> I don't have to go see a foreign film. I don't understand. I don't have to be Mark Wahlberg from The Fighter. This is great. Let's go watch the superhero movie. This is fucking awesome. And and it was great. That relationship, not so much. But this movie, awesome. <laughs> um, so yeah, this took off after this. Favreau got the sequel. Which, and then it did Cowboys and Aliens, if you even Oof, remember that. Yeah, oh. this, this, 
Ugh. Don't turn. Ugh. Yeah. The sequel isn't the one that had Mickey Rourke in yes. it? Oh, yeah. That's terrible. terrible. And Sam Rockwell. And then The Chef. And then he directed The Chef. I can fuck up a movie with Sam Rockwell in it. <laughs> <laughs> Watch Iron Man 2 and you'll see. Yeah. Uh Anyway, he also did all the live, or not all, but he did like the live action Jungle Book and he did a live action uh, something. He, those Disney when it. So Favreau per, went downhill pretty fast after this, too. At least he got to keep acting in the movies, though. Well, <laughs> That's yeah, got to be kind of awkward. His character's when still showing it. up. You're like, hey, hey, you we're directing here? No, not anymore. No, Joss <laughs> Whedon took over. And then after that, oh, the Russo brothers took over or whatever. Uh, yeah, I don't know. I think Marvel's gotten to the point now where. As a director, you get like three scenes out of your three-hour movie where you actually direct. The rest of it's already decided. They've already got the CGI people making the fight scenes. Like you don't, you don't get to do anything anymore. Yeah, probably not. It's all Kevin Feige, Kevin Feige, 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 Feige. whatever the fuck. But okay. like by the time that, you go in, so that, like that's fucking not going to work here anymore. <laughs> 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 when they were doing that for Thor, there was that thing that went around uh, the internet of Taita, the director. Oh, yeah. Tight, yeah. He was sitting there with Tessa Thompson, who played Valkyrie, and they were looking at stuff, and he's like, I've never even seen this before. Like, scenes from the movie, edited clips from the movie. He's like, I've never even seen this. What is this? Like, that's a movie you fucking directed. Well, I don't have any idea what this is. Yeah. And so then it bombed. It was like, well, Taika Waititi fucking, fucking bombs. Like, I probably had five minutes of what I directed in that movie. Yeah, I man. I, I, like I said, I love Ragnarok. I love him in it. But then, the, yeah, yeah his, the other movies that he does, dude, that guy, I, mean, I don't, I don't, I haven't seen all of them or anything, but I know that the ones I've seen were, God, that one about the little Nazi kid, that thing. Jojo Rabbit. Oh, God. Jojo yeah. Rabbit's hilarious. What We Do in the Shadows. I've been a fan of the oh, yeah, show, but finally yeah. watched the movie hilarious yeah god damned hilarious <laughs> if you get taika waititi and jermaine clement from flight of the concords together oh, yeah it's gonna be a good time yeah yeah i'd watch those two read the phone book i don't even give shit um anyway so yeah we got all this rdj i think only got 250 250 for this well and they said that they specifically wanted him because like tony stark in the comic books he's been in the spotlight since he was very young made mm-hmm. very a whole lot of mistakes and and it, very public mistakes and and right so it just like robert downey jr exactly so. the the i'm a huge fuck up wasteoid but you still love me which is what yeah. stanley wanted tony stark to be from the beginning probably jack kirby cuz stanley just steals everything but <laughs> <laughs> I have honestly no idea how much Jack Kirby wrote and how much Stan Lee wrote, but I always assume that it's very much a Bill Gates, Steve Jobs situation where it's like Jack Kirby came up with everything and Stan Lee's like, yeah, let me put my name on that. Thank you. Fuck you, Jack Kirby. You're going to die in an alley. <laughs> um, and it's probably not entirely true, but uh, Jack Kirby ain't getting no cameos in these movies. No. Just pointing that out. So, um. Yeah, and uh, was it Favreau that fought for RDJ so hard to be in this? Uh, I'm not sure. I don't know. That seemed like it, like within the little trivia stuff I was reading, it was like that they wanted him. Like they yeah. were like, this is, and I don't know if it's Favreau. He, I guess he, I look, he, looks, he looks the part. Like yeah. he looks like the, the draw, you know, the comic character of Tony Stark. And uh, I, which I think is good because much like, uh, when Tim Burton made that massive fuck up of making Michael Keaton Batman, he said, "I'm not, I'm not casting Batman. I'm casting Bruce Wayne." Yeah. You, when they're in their suit, they're whatever. Anybody could be in the suit. You know, you're casting when they're not in the suit. So, getting RDJ 
in this is is fucking perfect because yeah, when that's the CGI suit flying around, RDJ just in a booth recording lines of dialogue, and it could be you know. So you want the guy in the actual scene. So I think give him that shitty little chin beard and uh, <laughs> just let him loose. He's fucking great as Tony Stark. Yeah. No, and 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 also they're talking about like he was great doing the ad libbing stuff. Jeff Bridges did not like it because he's used to preparing and memorizing all his lines and stuff. Yeah, because like he's but then he started viewing it as like a student, uh, like a student director project. He's like, once I start thinking of it as like a experimental student director project, then I'm like, okay, I'm just gonna roll with it. Like, and, but Paltrow, I guess, was the one that struggled the most with it. Yeah, because like, she couldn't figure out how to respond. Well, if you've ever seen Gwyneth <laughs> Paltrow speak. I, I feel she has a lot of problems with a lot of things. I just, I don't know. I, I have mixed feelings on Gwyneth Paltrow. And uh, yeah, being improvisational and witty on the spot, I don't think is in her wheelhouse at all. Probably not. Looking beautiful is probably the main. <sighs> and making candles like her vagina. And that's, that's what <laughs> she does. Her old vagina candles. Um, I do like, now that we're about to finally start the movie 20 minutes into this episode, uh, we get the old school Marvel flip, you know, with the Mar. They get the Marvel logo and the the scenes flipping behind it, but they're actually comic panels. As these movies progress, we get all the CGI bullshit behind the Marvel logo. I appreciate that this is actual comic book pages flipping yeah, behind the Marvel right. logo. I just like that. Going way back to our early days of this of this podcast, where I talked about production logos and. <laughs> I know they need to stop fucking with them. Once you get one and it works, just fucking keep it. Looking at you, Universal. Knock that shit off. <laughs> yeah, what he said. Or what's the one? What was the kid fishing off the moon? Is that, that DreamWorks? DreamWorks. Or? And now it's like a five-minute thing. It's like the beginning of a movie where the piece of popcorn takes a roller coaster ride and all this goofy shit. DreamWorks. No, give me a quick... Bloop. Hey, we put money into this movie and move on. I don't need a mini movie to say that you are a part of this movie. Fucking God, DreamWorks. I can't imagine. Like, you're just pissed off before the movie even starts. Yeah. <laughs> just imagine what it's like being at my house on movie night. <laughs> anyway, we open on an army caravan. We're cruising through Afghanistan, of course, 2008. Where else would we be? No, yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, we spent a lot of time there. Yeah, <laughs> anywhere over the course of twenty years. Yeah, anywhere from the eighties, what to mid nineties, and then from two thousand one into well, just last year. Yeah, <laughs> pretty yeah. much. We were over there a lot, uh, yeah. and then we wonder why they hate us. Um, but the cruise through <laughs> got to invent new enemies. <laughs> can't be a super, can't be a superhero if you don't have super villains. So that's we right. That's them. right. Can't be a superpower if you don't have the vague threat. I don't know. I had a friend who was like, they hate us because of freedom. <laughs> what? Yeah. They hate that they hate that we have freedom. That doesn't even make sense. That's <laughs> what? Yeah, seriously. I'm like, yeah. So the kids are just in school in Afghanistan going, What they have freedom? Fuck them. <laughs> Instead of going, wait, why do, why don't we have that? Like, what? It, just, it makes absolutely. You, you don't think it's because we just bombed our villages, yeah. showed up, and we're yeah. like, "Hey, no. you got to be in bed by six, and don't come out in the streets." And yeah. <laughs> surely not because we just force our way in there and fuck everything up. No, oh. it's because we have freedom. You know what y'all don't need? These resources. We're just gonna go ahead and snatch them out of here. <laughs> just, just that, how vague it is. Yeah, they hate us because freedom. <laughs> yep, their movies must be great. 
where America's the enemy. We're going to fucking, you know, they got whatever their hero is. We're going to kill America. We're going to take their freedom. <laughs> like, what's just, just dumb. Anyway, well, he watched Fox News. But um, it opens with your wife's favorite song, Back in Black. Oh, yes. That is. That she is. does love her some ACDC for sure. She uh, Get some beers fan. in her and you're going to see a hell of a dance. Back in Black comes <laughs> on. I, I have heard this. <laughs> You have said this many. You've never times. seen it firsthand. Yeah. Well, guess what we're doing after this episode. <laughs> um, now, when I saw this in theater again, I was I was out with my my theater girlfriend at the time, and I was like, "The movie's called Iron Man. Why the fuck are you not using the song Iron Man? It's right there. It's fucking right. This is this is stupid. But he's not Iron Man yet, so it makes. And I was like, "All right, all right, I'll give you a break this time, Favreau." <laughs> Um, can't wear the freaking concert t-shirt to the show. Yeah, you can't wear the band shirt to the yeah, show. That's right. You don't start with Iron Man. What are you talking <laughs> can't, about? can't bring Iron Man right out of the gate. Then everybody leaves. That's all they wanted. <laughs> oh, they did Iron Man right up front. Cool. I can leave. I can be traffic. I can get out of here. No problem. <laughs> <laughs> we ain't got to wait for the encore. Um, but we meet Tony Stark again, as we've talked about. You know, Stanley and Jack Kirby created the lovable tycoon asshole. Uh, take the least likable person ever and make people love him essentially is what they wanted to do with this character and that's exactly what he is he's the biggest pile of shit that's ever been well now there are mass murders out there but he's he's a he's a, he's not a good person he's a selfish self-involved asshole yeah. and uh you love him for it somehow so not that he's necessarily a bad person. It's like he's an inherently evil person. He's just a very entitled person. He's a person that grew up with everything handed to him. Correct. And he's a genius too. So luckily, he that, does actually do yeah. actually do things and contribute stuff. I right. mean, it, it is war profiteering that he's contributing to, but he is like advancing weapon technology, and he's he's doing stuff. He's not just thriving off of daddy's money, <clears throat> like some people. Yeah, you know, live in florida orange <laughs> but um so yeah i i, I think that it, it, we already covered rdj being the perfect choice for this um and so if i mean if you want someone to be a complete fucking prick and lovable about it i mean that's what he's, he's what he did what didn't was he pretty in pink or i just all those brat pack movies oh, yeah. he was he was the fucking prick but you loved him yeah, and but like I think you kind of see how likable he is, and when he's in the Humvee and they're cruising along, and, yeah. and like all the soldiers around him are like they're not saying anything, and then he's like he's breaking eyes, like he wants to talk to him, he wants to have fun he's with trying, him and stuff, yeah. and then he's like, yeah, oh, good, good. and he just they're all nervous because he's he is in the one civilian in an entire army caravan with armed soldiers. And he's the only one that feels comfortable and everybody else is nervous. You know, yeah. that's the the power he exudes. And I'm just, I do have a note, absolutely nobody has ever played the asshole that you absolutely love character better except Val Kilmer in Tombstone. Yeah. yeah Val Kilmer is no, Doc he's, Holliday. He's, is. Yeah, yeah, no, that was a, definitely a lovable asshole as well, right? <laughs> but, uh, the, you know, the, the gun flip and then he responds with the shot glass. Uh, I mean, they're both very smart well, characters. They're both yeah. loyal to their their friends, and they're not like they're assholes to just anybody in general. But not if you, right. you know, they'll pick and choose. If you're on their team, <laughs> yeah, then you know they got you. Yeah. Um, but anyway, back to this caravan. So he's riding along. He's drinking. He's just fucking straight sipping whiskey in this fucking yeah. Humvee. And uh, why isn't anyone talking? You intimidate them, sir. Oh my God, you're a woman. <laughs> <laughs> Which. 
I'm like, ah, I don't know. Are we? I don't think we're making anything. I think he's just like cracking wise. Gr- yeah, I think he was. Because then he's like, you know, well, I guess it's the point or whatever. It's everyone, all the soldiers or whatever like that. Yeah, you're, you're all supposed to look the same, which I guess is the point. So it's not like a holy fuck your butch or women in the military or I don't think he's right. trying to play. And then he's like, but that. now I see your bone structure and I can't, now I, can't I can't stop, stop looking, looking at you. Yeah. <laughs> you want to. And then she's like, I'm going to. Yeah, and she's into it immediately <laughs> she's like having a hard time focusing on the road dude if i was a woman and i'm in a van with the richest guy in the world with me i'm gonna be like i'm gonna get this somebody's gonna get me pregnant like <laughs> i'm having that baby like i don't care i'm getting a new house out of this baby if, if i had a lot of options i wouldn't be in the army all right <laughs> um but then one guy's like, is it true that you went 12 for 12 with Maxim cover models? And he goes, yes and no. Uh, March and I had a scheduling conflict, but luckily December was twins. <laughs> yeah. And then uh, can we take a picture? He's like, no, no. I mean, and he's and he's cool with him. He's like, yeah, yeah. Nope, we're all good. We're cool. I, I get, first, he's like, no, fuck that. No, I'm kidding. Of course, let's take pictures. Oh, yeah, peace. Peace. Yeah, we'd be, be out of a job without peace. Great. Yeah. <laughs> oh, he said no gang signs. First. No gang signs. That's right. Yes, yes. Um, but does does anybody know? Like what Maxim magazine, magazine models is anymore? Are now? anymore? Yeah, no. If, oh, if not anymore. No. In fact, in 2008, was it still a thing? Uh, I think it had to be. I can't remember when it stopped because it didn't go like online. Is Playboy even a magazine that you can subscribe to anymore? I don't know. I, don't know, like, I you, love that magazine. And I mean, yeah, I love looking at naked for, women. For the articles, right? I mean, I love looking at naked women. Don't get me wrong. I've never made that a secret. But man, that had great articles. It, it had great reviews. It their, had good their, fiction. Their, like, their interviews, their interviews were amazing. the best because, yes. like, we don't. Ha- they were already like subculture because they had naked women in them, so they didn't have to like toe any line. They could get like the most real abrasive questions and answers out of people. I feel like you got a real more honest interview out of Playboy than you did oh, out yeah. of fucking any. You know, I, I mean, Playboy. Playboy was what like Vanity Fair is now. Like that. Like and even like oh, shit. There's like a women's junior magazine that was actually asking politicians serious questions and stuff that that like your major major news sources oh, won't yeah, ask. Yeah, major news sources ain't gonna ask shit anymore. Yeah, because they don't want to piss anybody off. Because if you ask too hard of a question, then you lose. Well, because you're viewers. you're answering to either Rupert Murdoch or George Soros. Yeah. So. That's but it. yeah, no. You Playboy was like, man, their their interviews were the best. They're man, they had great jokes in there. I mean, it oh, was a jokes, good yeah. all around magazine. Like, and, I, and it had sh- naked women. I'm sure it still has an online source. And Hugh Hefner's daughter runs it now, I believe. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. I know they also have like a kind of an OnlyFans set up now, where you can subscribe to them, and there's like models that can put out their own content and stuff. You're not, on them. You're, you're not saying that you're subscribed to it though. Oh <laughs> man, it's just. I mean, there's so much <laughs> free. Aware. There's so much free porn out there. That yeah. <laughs> I'm paying for it, you know. Like I know. Sorry, that, ladies. I mean, sex work is work, and I, I, I support absolutely. you. I just don't uh, like paying for there's, it. There's 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 one lady I follow on Twitter because she like everything she ever talks about or shares, all of her memes is all 80s and 90s Schwarzenegger, Stallone, and Bruce Willis movies. Like she's probably in her early 20s. She's way too young to be this into these movies, but all she fucking does all day is like Stallone shit. I'm like, fuck yeah. This is awesome. I'm going to follow this chick. And then I see, oh, OnlyFans. Like she, oh, you're doing <laughs> yeah. that too. Okay. Well, hey, man, great. I've tried to talk Melanie into it. I was like, there's money there. Yeah, yeah, you, got, yeah. you can fill a niche. I mean, like, she, she's not like posting any of the, like a whole lot of it. She's like, subscribe. I'm doing a discount or blah, blah, blah. <laughs> like she's not, she's not really pushing the OnlyFans so much. It's, it's like, great. There was a tweet that was like, a person's like, God, oh, it's, it's creepy when 
you know, all these 40 year old dads or whatever following me on Twitter or whatever, you know, I just don't understand it. And then one of the guys like, uh, here, I'll address this one. Um, it turns out that, um, we're big fans of seeing breasts and sometimes you show them. So we follow (laughs) (laughs) glad I could clear up that mystery. for you. (laughs) I do like this. This one I was talking about as Vanessa, her, she goes Vanessa Nader, like obviously play on Terminator. Uh, but then her, her banner on her pages, boys come for the cleavage men stay for the Arnold memes. I was like, yeah, that, that sums it all up right there. Perfect. Um, Anyway, so how we got on to Oldie fans from RDJ sitting in a Humvee with the army. I don't know. But the the truck in front of them explodes suddenly. Everybody goes into oh shit mode. You know, they jump into action. And this is when they're finally confident. And he's sitting there like, oh, fuck, oh, fuck, oh, fuck, oh, fuck, oh, fuck, oh, fuck. I, my whole life is making these weapons, but not being anywhere actually around them. Or, yeah. Their confidence <laughs> also did not work out long for them. No, no. no they, as soon as they like hop out, they immediately are getting shot. And like one guy gets riddled with bullets and RDJ is finally like, fuck this. And he tries to make a break for it. I think what he trips. He gets behind a rock. He gets behind a rock or he gets like blown down or he gets knocked to the ground somehow and scrambles behind this rock. And then this missile lands next to him and he sees Stark Industries written down the side right before it explodes and he gets hit with all the shrapnel. Now, look at that. What kind of shitty business model is that? Like, okay, you sell missiles. Great. Don't put your name on the side. If one of them doesn't go off, you don't want the enemies, their families be like, look at this. This is the enemy. Like, this is the guy we need to murder. Like, dude, no, 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 no. (laughs) It's on the box. That the missiles come in, not on the missiles themselves, man. Come on, because <laughs> it's going to go and it's going to explode. No one's going to see it and be like, "Oh, hey, we should call them." Like it's not like a fucking pen. This is real high quality. <laughs> you know, like- this is real high quality shrapnel that I just got. <laughs> it's so dumb. But he luckily has his vest on. You know, he opens the shirt and you see the vest, but blood is still flowing through. So it, the vest kept him alive, obviously, but it didn't stop everything because you know it's bulletproof isn't really a thing maybe resistant yeah i mean i guess it just depends <laughs> on the bullet you know well and and a missile going off right next to you i mean shrapnel from yeah. an explosion you think that it would away. do a better job of, st- of stopping that now well, no else. but what one have you guys ever heard the stories about like people with the kevlar vests and they think that it's you know gonna stop anything and then they're like yeah just stab me with that knife and a guy stabs him, and it goes through. It, it they're made to stop bullets at like a velocity, right, right, right. Not a projectile, you know, they're, not like not a, a sharp, sharp point. Yeah. yeah, yeah, like chain mail or something. Like it's good for chopping, but not great for for stabbing. Stabbing. No, like I said, and I think I've said this before. Like the first, the first recorded since they started using Kevlar bulletproof vests, bulletproof vests. I'll use quotations around it. But the first person <laughs> that got killed was killed, but they got shot with a forty five seventy, which is a buffalo gun. And the it, the vest technically stopped the bullet, but it turned the vest into a sock, and the vest itself penetrated the per, the, the guy's right, chest because and killed him. The velocity yeah. is still <laughs> yeah. carrying that vest yeah. in now. Like yeah. so, basically, you've got a entire torso sized fist punching you. So it's ballistic. It's ballistic armor, I guess yeah. is what. So yeah. it'll stop a, a high a high a high velocity, velocity round. round but yeah. not necessarily a yeah. yeah but so he gets fucked up and he's like oh shit and then it cuts out <laughs> and then that's what he, he was he was like oh shit yeah was, <laughs> man if we were rated r i would be saying all sorts of shit right now but um we quick cut of him uh 
kind of in and out of consciousness being used as a hostage video, you know, saying you got to say this, you got to do this, you got to whatever. And then we cut to 36 hours earlier. So we do get a bit of that. And usually I hate it when the movie's like, we got this. And it's almost like the record scratch. I bet you're wondering how I got here. And the movie (laughs) has to go back. Like, no, don't fucking do that. Just tell me the story. But it's, it, it's fine. I, I think it works here. It, I'm not going to give Favreau too much shit. No, yeah, and it's it's right there, and yeah, it works. And it's only 36 hours early, and we catch back up pretty quick, so it's it's not too bad. It's not like that we start at the end of the movie and have to go all the way back or anything. But uh, we get Tony Stark, visionary, genius, playboy, philanthropist, whatever. There's a whole fucking laundry list of words and the big picture of him. We get the whole backstory of his dad being a genius. And doing military work and technology work, and then the birth of a legend, but then the passing of a legend. But yes, we have another legend, and then Obadiah is a legend, and then you know he's the youngest kid ever to graduate from MIT, yeah, like, sitting, and, you know, MIT and, at seventeen, and, and built his first engine at six, and yeah, so on. He's and so got forth. he's he's got some real Doogie Howser shit, just with machines <laughs> and weapons instead of you know human bodies. But uh, Obadiah's running things after the dad died until Tony grew up enough. Obadiah, of course, is played by the dude himself, Jeff Bridges. The fucking dude. A very bald dude. Very bald dude. And I had a friend also who saw this, like when it came out, and he's like, Jeff Bridges is just doing the dude the whole time. And I was like, what fucking movie did you just watch? (laughs) How do you watch this and think that he was doing anything like the dude? I, I think he probably just looked at well, every time he sees Jeff Bridges, he just, he just sees, sees the, the dude, dude. I guess this is just the dude acting like a guy that's not very the dude. Dude-like. Yeah. <laughs> at no point did he stutter. He didn't have one white Russian or smoke one joint. He didn't, man. Okay. <laughs> like none of that. He was, I just, I couldn't believe it. He was just being the dude. No, no, Jeff Bridges no, is a freaking amazing actor. Yeah. And, and yeah, he's, he was great in the dude. Yeah. But he's he was great, great as the dude. They, yeah, he was also great. Oh, did you ever see that movie Crazy Heart? Where he's the alcoholic country singer? Whew, somehow ends up banging Maggie Gyllenhaal. Mm. Somehow. Somehow. Well, he's just then, fucking bridges. And then loses her kid and a whole... I mean, it's a whole thing. It's a whole thing. A sad movie. But he actually, it's been a long time ago. He actually does like play and sing. And he has, you know, has a bandy tours with sometimes. You can find Jeff Bridges. Yeah, I remember like... Yeah, he, he does music. Freaking. Yeah, Legit. no. And I loved his his that when he the remake of of uh, uh, another uh, uh, Coen Brothers movie where True uh, Grit True Grit yeah, yeah man he's great in that he's Jeff Bridges he's just he's gonna be great that's what, that's what it's gonna be you got Jeff Bridges in your movie he's he's gonna show up he's gonna be great your movie might suck yeah Jeff Bridges is gonna be great Jeff Bridges has been in some shit movies yeah but he's been good in shit movies <laughs> hey <laughs> I ain't trying to polish a turd I'm just trying no. to stay clear of the turd you Jeff know? Bridges just make sure them checks cash that's right. <laughs> Jeff Bridges, worry about Jeff Bridges. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> so uh, it turns out this is an award ceremony. This whole speech by Colonel Rhodes, Rhodey, played by Terrence Howard, and then immediately replaced by Don Cheadle for the entire rest of everything Marvel. Because Kansas City native, Don Cheadle. Kansas City? Oh, I didn't know he was a Kansas guy. Yeah. Uh, him and Paul Rudd must have grown up together. Paul probably. Rudd probably raised him, because Paul Rudd's a thousand years old. <laughs> um. Yeah, Terrence Howard made the fucking mistake of trying to ask for too much money for the sequel. And they were like, okay, bye. Yeah. No, you Mar- need Marvel us more is, than we need you. Marvel is notorious for being 
as cheap as possible. Like this, some of the actors are making a tremendously low amount of money. Like yeah, the dude that playing like Winter Soldier has been in so many movies and TV shows, and he's like, dude, I I can't pay the bills. He's got to yeah. Well, you got <laughs> the the four big ones that have to make five point two million dollars each movie, and then I mean <laughs> they're teaching it like they're treating it like football. Here, like it's, here's it's a ham a sandwich. Yeah, <laughs> but. Uh, Terrence Howard's trying to give Tony this award. Of course, Tony's a no-show, so Obadiah gets up there, and he's like, oh, thing, you know, uh, Tony's very excited about this. The greatest thing about Tony's also the worst thing about Tony. You know, he's always working, and he plays it off, gets some jokes, get the crowd laughing, you know, saving face for Tony. But Tony just out there shooting craps. <laughs> Got some hot bitches on either side of him, just throwing money away. He doesn't even give a fuck. Just throwing bones. Just, yeah. Yeah. No. He's. Yeah. That's not the worst thing that could happen. Like, probably lost $100,000 on one roll. He's like, yeah, whatever. Let's keep yeah, going. Just because old freaking Howard wouldn't blow on the dice. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so, of course, Rhodes is pissed. Uh, we, you know, he finally here's the award. I was told you'd be really excited if I presented this to you. Oh, I am really excited. Thanks a whole lot. You want to blow on these? No, fuck you. Yeah. Okay. Whatever. Um, and then, uh, so he heads up back out to his limo. He's getting ready to go home. He gets stopped by, uh, Christine Everhard, which is which, f- on the way out of the casino. He just hands it over to like a performer oh, yeah. in the casino. <laughs> He's just, like, here you go. This is whatever the fuck this is. Uh, Christine Everhard, very fitting last name. Uh, for for this, I, I I didn't even write down the the lady's actual name, just her character name, Christian Everard. She works for Vanity Fair. She wants to do a piece on on uh, Tony Stark. Was interviewed, and I like it. Tony doesn't even turn around. He's still like standing there, like hand on the door of the limo, and Happy goes, "No, she's cute. She passed away. Yeah, yeah." So then he finally turns around <laughs> to talk to her. Like, and she's here, you know. Tip tip my glass to her. She's actually asking him hard questions that yeah. he won't answer, and he's dodging them with everything because that's he's yeah. got his prepared answers. And she even calls him out like, "How many times have you said that in the mirror?" And he's like, "I don't know, a few times before like bed, twice a night before bed." Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so I'd love for you to watch it or something like that. Yeah, I'd, love, I'd love for you to watch. And she goes, "How much sleep do you lose?" Oh, be willing to lose a few hours with you. <laughs> no, yeah, everything he says. It turns out everything he says, she's into. Yeah, <laughs> uh, I mean, he does have some good points, like. He tries to say you were went to blah, blah, blah. You ended up at Brown's like, okay, well, you know, my dad was a hero. Even your professors at Brown would say so. Uh, why don't you ever want to talk about the medical advances we made? How about the hunger issues that we've been solving with IntelliCrops? Huh? All of that from military funding, honey. So, yeah, we're, we got, we're tied in with the military, but we're doing good shit for humanity, too. You don't want to talk about that? But uh, I also don't like the idea of eating anything made from IntelliCrops. <laughs> No, thank you. That's some Monsanto shit. I mean, yeah. There's there. That's the thing is that like everybody's like, oh no, those are uh, HMOs or whatever they call yeah. them. You know, GMOs. And, GMOs, GMOs, GMOs. GMOs. But dude, if, if if we were just using organic everything, then half the world would starve. Like everything hey, that we have. That's regardless. how the nature's supposed to be. Look, <laughs> we got too many people. Agent Smith was right. Humanity's a virus. Like if people actually tried <laughs> to eat just wild rice all the time or wild corn, like there ain't no freaking, there ain't no cob on wild corn. It's a tiny little thing. Yeah. Like the, everything we have has been because it's been bred for generations to be big enough to for us to sustain us as our population increases. So yeah. and that's what that's, that's what why we G- get the guy yeah. with that fucking truck bed sized pumpkin. Yeah. Well, I mean, is it is it useful? No, but he wins a ribbon. Yeah. <laughs> so, that ribbon's good yeah. for. No, I mean, if we were... <laughs> no, I, get, I get what you're saying, but yeah. just the... Uh, and telecrops. I'm like, I 
I'm going to eat me some Intel crops. I don't want to eat that. I don't want it. There's actually a thing called Soylent Green (laughs) Energy Drinks out there. And people are eating that shit. Why have you not seen (laughs) it? It will be future episode. That is in there. But have you... Are you fucking serious? You're going to call something Soylent Green? Yeah. I was like, dude, are you... This is in the health food aisle. I don't think it's actually Soylent Green, but it is a Soylent Protein. Soylent... And they have different colors. Yes, So there is a Soylent beverage that's orange, blue, but there is a Soylent Green. When I first found it, I actually sent it straight to Anthony and his cousin because I was like, because I knew they knew, you know? Oh, I I used to scream. Like, uh, like, it doesn't matter. Like, what is this? It was like, people! It's It's made out of people! (laughs) It's like, I guess they're banking on everybody forgetting about that movie. Uh, Well, I don't know that it was as big as we thought. I mean, I'm sure it was at the time, but I don't think it has the longevity of other Heston Uh, roles. Yeah, probably not. But, you know, Moses and Planet of the Apes and stuff. God, we used to joke about it. My brother and I loved that movie. And like, and we'll get to it apparently. But like yeah. in that movie, it's just like trash trucks full of people and ninjas like fighting each other. It's a weird movie. Oh man. yeah, it is a fucking weird. <laughs> it's a wild ride that movie. Um. Anyway, so we cut to the next morning because he takes Everhard home. Uh, I'm gonna have to look up who this chick is because she is she is ridiculously attractive. Uh, I want to say Leslie. Bibb. I will look it up. Not Leslie Bibb. Yeah, please look it up. Um, anyway, she's, she's gorge and, um, <laughs> and gorge and, and makes me engorged. I'm going to call her engorgeous. <laughs> <laughs> uh, the next morning she wakes up, uh, you know, the, he doesn't have like, uh, we have blackout curtains at my house, but he didn't have that. He has like metal shades that are on a timer that raise up and finally let the sun in. So that room can be pitch black from these metal planks. And then they raise up, and we get Jarvis like, the temperature in Malibu is this. Here's the weather today. And she's like, oh, my God, who did I just fuck last night? This is amazing. She starts walking around, and look, put on all the lingerie and the bikinis and the swimsuits you fucking want. A goddamn a woman the next morning in panties and a button-up shirt. Oof. I mean, I'm, I'm done. I'm done. <laughs> We're doing round two. We're doing, round right, two. It's just, are, are you doing round two or are you done? I, I Okay, so wait, I'm done. Now we're doing round three. <laughs> it's just, so it, she I, is, uh, so yeah, Leslie Bibb, right? It is Leslie Bibb. Yeah, Leslie it. Bibb. Right. Yep. Yep. And she's Same an Iron Man 2, law-abiding yeah. citizen. Miss Nobody, I've never seen that. Ooh, robot chicken. Nice. <laughs> nice girl. Nice. <laughs> uh, super hot. Uh, anyway, I just, I, I, I am into that look. Of of the the next morning with the button up shirt and the panty walking around, I, like part of me is because it's sexy, like uh, a sexy lingerie and a men's shirt. But also part of me is like let's ditch the let's ditch that shirt and also the lingerie. Yeah, and just walk around naked. But well, yeah, that is the most attractive thing a woman can wear, I think. Right, or just naked in heels, maybe. You want the, what? You want the calves? Accentuated. Oh, the calves aren't great, but or, I mean, even you know, <laughs> you know some stockings, no, just when, some stockings. But like when, a, when, a, when a girl wears, wears heels, it also tightens up the butt. That's and true. Just that's makes true. everything look just that much more appetizing. That's why. That's why I wear the cowboy boot. Well, <laughs> get them heels on them, them big them heels. heels. Girls going us. For this cowboy episode butts. is everything but Iron Man. Um. <laughs> anyway, this is where we meet Pepper Potts, Gwyneth Paltrow. Aforementioned Gwyneth Paltrow. Uh. I. I don't know. I. I uh, watched this movie last night and lit- yesterday on Twitter I saw someone was interviewing her and they just asked the question what do you eat 
And she went on like an eight-minute rant about everything except food. She did mention that she has like a bowl of bone broth for lunch. But I try to do an hour of physical activity, whether it's Pilates or whether it's yoga or whether it's whatever. And I just feel it's really important for this. And it's like, just ask what you... But Gwyneth Paltrow doesn't eat at all. Really, is what we're getting at. I think she has a couple of vegetables for dinner and bone broth for lunch, apparently. Yeah, no. And like, at what they, like there's like, the thing where she talks about, is- like, she wakes up in the morning and, and has like a low pH or a high pH water, or whatever it is, but she puts lime in it, which would instantly neutralize whatever right? yeah. <laughs> that she's trying like, to do. It's like, just won't be drinking tap water, bitch. Go. <laughs> God, celebrities are bad at shit. Anyway, Gwyneth Paltrow's here and. Uh, Leslie Bibb tries to fucking lip off like, oh, that's right. You're you're his bitch. You do you do whatever he says. Oh, you kind of his beck and call. And the fucking best goddamn verbal slap in cinematic history. I do anything Mr. Stark asks of me, including taking out the trash. Will that be all? <laughs> Just, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, no. That's God. great. She's like, we had your clothes dry cleaned and pressed, yeah. and here you go. Yeah. Like, yeah. Took those cum stains right out of them. <laughs> You're uh, you're ready to get the fuck out of here, bitch. <laughs> but yeah, including taking out the track. God, and the way she even like kind of tilts her head and smirks, like she knows exactly what she said, and is I I don't know that I've ever fucking insulted someone so strongly that I could then give a smug look afterwards, knowing that it hit that hard. God, but it still but had that she, good that good God, like she's good at it. It was it was a direct slap, but it was also kind of kind of like like. Oh, like, it's veiled. Yeah, thickly no, veiled. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That, that good Midwestern friggin' yeah. like, like, yeah, backhanded I, insult. I always tell a story when I toured with that guy from Dallas, TJ. Passive aggressiveness. I yes, guess. He, he was like, I'm not good at doing that shit where you can like insult while making it seem nice, Nick. One of his uh, former guitarists was putting out a video he covered, uh, Wish You Were Here, Pink Floyd. He's like, I need, to, I need to say something about how terrible this is. And I go... <clears throat> This is exactly the type of quality I expect from Cody. <laughs> <laughs> and he's like, fuck, yes, that's it, exactly. Isn't, they call that a backhanded compliment, Yes, right? exactly, yeah, a complisult. <laughs> <laughs> Apparently it's a Midwest thing, not so much in the South. Other than bless your heart, that's kind of all Oh, yeah, they're, they're in the South, they just lynch you. <laughs> <laughs> So while Paltrow's dealing with fucking Everhard, uh, Tony's down in his man cave, which his man cave is the most advanced laboratory ever. Yeah. Uh, which li- apparently the hot rod he's working on was actually John Favreau's hot rod. Like an old oh. Ford Model B. Nice. Uh, he does have a nice car collection, of course. The the fancy Lamborghinis, but also like the classic 67 Shelby Cobra. Oh, nice. Yeah. You know, uh, which I'm definitely not a car person. My dad and my older brother... All about all things fucking cars. Uh, I just never got that bug. But that fucking Shelby Cobra, four twenty eight. Man, I'm, uh, I'm like, if I'm I had to call if I had that, that car, car never hard because God, that car does it for me. <laughs> See, I'm I'm like an old truck guy or old like uh like oh, old sure, Scouts, like old like Broncos, old Stallone's Blazers, fucking stuff. half truck hot rod thing and Cobra. God, that yeah, that's I just, fucking that's, yeah, that's where I'd spend my money. I think it's yeah, going that way, but. I'm just saying that full 28. And he has one there. Of course, and it's a classic blue with the white stripes. Perfect. That's 
Certain things need to be a certain color. Gib- or a Gibson old British SG motorcycles. I'd Gibson go after SG it. needs to be brick red with a black pig guard. That's just what looks sexiest in that guitar <laughs> body style. That Cobra needs to be blue with white stripes. Uh, certain things need to be a certain color, and I think that's just and it's probably from movies. Like that sounds real racist. <laughs> <laughs> I think I think like Lamborghinis need to be bright yellow, probably because that's how I saw them in movies. But that's what it needs to be in my head. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, Corvette owners got to wear a gold chain. Yeah. Just the way it is. Yeah. And it needs to be red. <laughs> I mean, I guess that's... Little yeah, red no, red, red Corvette, I guess. Yeah, little, little Red, red Corvette, Corvette. Yeah. Little red. yeah. no, Prince, it, Prince said it. That's law. It, exactly. That's the rule. <laughs> I, you, you can't argue with Prince. Nobody can no. argue with Who's going to argue with Prince? Nobody. Nobody. Los. We, on our Batman episode, because he did the whole soundtrack for the first Batman movie, he just repeatedly was like, fuck Prince. And I was like, Whoa! Such aggression towards Prince. Nobody, that man was a national treasure. Nobody hates Prince, and you hate him that much. He fucked your mom, didn't he? That's what this is. <laughs> Prince uh, fucked everybody's mom. Yeah, let's no. let's be yeah, honest. You can't be mad at your mom for that. <laughs> no, like what's that? Oh yeah, no wait. No, I find your dude, mom. This dude right now today that's pissed about so this is these trans people over here had every Prince album. I guarantee. Yeah. That. <laughs> I don't want to hear your bullshit. Yeah, crushed velvet blouses and shit he's wearing. Yeah. Yeah, no, Prince fucked everybody's mom. It's all right. He's Prince. Anyway, so he's down there listening to Angst. I couldn't find the song, but the one that's just like fucking fart rock guitar tones and just this guy going, and then I, just, I don't know, man. And then he's just ranting about all the things that piss him off, and that was the entire song. <laughs> you know, and then and then this goes, and, this, and then this fucking sucks. He's just like, and I was like, this is 90s grunge rock. What are you doing? 2008 is the richest man in the world listening to this shit. But he was working on his motors and doing his shit. Peppers come down. He's like, hey, your flight your flight left or was supposed to leave an hour and a half ago. Uh, he, oh, funny. I thought, you know, if you own the plane, the plane leaves when you do. Yeah, that's fair. Uh, we need to talk about art. We, you know, we're going to buy this painting. Well, what do you think about it? Uh, it's fine. I think it's horrendously overpriced. Okay, cool. I need it. Buy it. Store it. Like, he needs it because it's overpriced, and then he's going to fucking lock it away in, a, I don't know, the, the, the fucking Cube Smart storage facilities yeah. or whatever. Like, he's not yeah, even going to do anything with it. <laughs> the storage wars. People are like, holy <laughs> fuck. <laughs> yeah. Um, and also, my birthday gift. Oh, just go ahead and get yourself. I already did. Oh. On your tab. How'd I do? Oh, you have great taste. Good. Yeah. I'm glad to hear it. Which, of course... And that's that's how that's how we do things at, at the writer household. That's how my grandparents did it. That's how my parents did it. I buy something for me for Christmas or for my birthday. My wife buys something for her for Christmas or for her birthday. It's fine. That way you know what you you're getting what you want. Uh we're not we're not into the whole look, I got you. Uh, but that, that but do you wrap it? House. Do you wrap it? Like if you buy yeah. your own gift, do you wrap it and then open now, it on like, Christmas? Or? For for this past Christmas, I bought myself a twelve string guitar, and I just came home and now I have a twelve string guitar, and I just played it. I didn't, I didn't do like the whole opening present thing. It's like, look what you got me for Christmas! I love it so much. Thank you, and it was awesome. And I've been extremely. Did you play happy. a nice little ditty? I have, and I have put it on many recordings. It'll be on the next them that know album. Nice. There we go. So nice. already already put to use. Well, I didn't mean that way. I meant like for the old lady, come home like, look what you got me. Now look yeah. what else you're gonna give me. <laughs> uh, no, but that was the first time my daughter was like, "Oh, music." 
Nah, but she loves yes. all the little device because she's one. You know, she loves all the little fucking toys that make that goddamn annoying little kid electronic beep music shit. But if I ever got an instrument out, she's like, ah, eh, eh, and start screaming and crying. <laughs> but the twelve string, she was like, oh yeah, that that sounds nice, Dad. So now I, got, I finally get to play songs for my daughter. So well, that cool. is not how it works in my house because. I have to buy something. I have to be thoughtful about it. It can't be something that she... I can't ask her. She can't just tell me. And if I tell her, like, hey, my birthday's coming up. This is what I'd like to have. She will say, well, I can't get that for you because then you'd know what you're getting. So the way that it works is when I want something, I just buy it for myself. That's, and then I just try to get, I just spend a bunch of money at crap shoots trying to find something that she likes. That's, and that's marriage. Stressful. <laughs> what you got to do is give her options. You know, like give her a list of things that you that you would like for your birthday that way she can surprise you still right yeah. and that's what i do i'm like your friend uh you know so anyway he races to the airport uh he's in one hot rod favreau's in another following behind him he's like oh man i thought i lost you you did i had to i had to cut across mulholland which isn't how los angeles works at all but also that would mean that Tony Stark was driving so fast that he lost Favreau, and Favreau had to cut across Mulholland Drive, which weaves through the the hills of L.A., and that's fine. That would make Favreau the better driver because he had to speed to catch back up with, you know what I mean? Like, if Mulholland was such a better route, then Tony Stark would have just taken Mulholland. But so he took a different route and had to speed extra. So that mean Happy's a better fucking. Yeah, I mean they both knew where they're going. Is the point? Like he's like, oh, I beat you there or whatever. It's like, what, dude? I knew you were gonna end up. Yeah, like it was here. But he pulled up at the same time, so he's like, yep, yep. still fucking caught you, asshole. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Rhodes pissed. He's standing there at the doorway of the plane. Three out, three hours. I've been standing here. Three, you're unbelievable. Three out. I love Tony. Just walks by. Goes waiting on you now. <laughs> uh which again what a fucking prick an absolute yeah i left you standing here at the top of a stair car for three hours and i just go yeah waiting on you now i mean uh, yeah they're they're the he's the one selling them the shit Do you right. want it or and not i own the plane yeah i yeah uh, so he gets to that you should have taken your own plane well well tell me you wouldn't have been inside drinking oh yeah no why would right. i be standing out on the tarmac yeah. waiting there's no. a freaking luxury jet here with and there's the all sorts of booze hot, and hot stu- or uh, flight attendants and yeah. booze yeah. of whatever you want. The fuck am I doing out here? This yeah. is dumb. Yeah. So of course it gets in. And you're like, you need to warm up the sake. And Rhodes like, no, we got to be responsible. And immediately cut. Uh, you know, fun little gag like, no, I'm not gonna drink. Got to be responsible. Cut to him. And this is why I love being in the military because I know everybody in that uniform's got my back, man. <laughs> yeah. and he's just as wasted. a friggin' stripper pole comes from the floor yes. up to the ceiling. Like, and it's Tony like, Stark Brrr. is like, uh huh, uh huh. As the stewardess start taking Take their, their clothes, clothes off and pole dancing, <laughs> he's like, I am not listening to you talk about your military uniform right now. There are naked women. Yeah. yeah. Um, I got to get my own plane. <laughs> <laughs> Zeppelin did it. Tony Stark did it. Seems like pretty goddamn good company. Yeah, absolutely. Probably. All they need is money. <laughs> yeah. Oh, that's the problem. Um, that Put that on your birthday list. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> jet. Private, Private jet. jet. Uh, so then we get the presentation of Jericho, right? Where he takes these guys out to this random mountain range and he's like you know people say is it better to be feared or respected i say why not both 
and uh, like the missile shoots up and then splits into uh, 20, 30 separate little mini missiles that scatter and then hit the mountain and the entire mountain goes up. Like it, the, the explosion power of this fucking one thing. And there were three of them on the launcher and this was just one of them. So the, yeah. the destructive it, like, force almost knocked him right over here. and they're yeah. miles away. Right? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And he like kind of walks away, does a walk away from the explosion, but actually does get the shockwave does push him over. So it's a little bit more realistic than Arnold Schwarzenegger movies. Um, and then there's a cooler that opens and immediately brings up a glass with scotch already in it. Yeah, ice gets, in it and everything. Yeah. And like it looks like there's dry ice now because of the poof of uh, the smoke. Yeah, like, or uh, the fog kind of. Yeah. Out. And he's like, "Hey, we'll throw one of these in with every purchase of five million or more, or whatever." And just walks off drinking scotch. Like you are the fucking coolest dude ever. <laughs> yeah, I was just God like, damn it. If I was just like a dude, there was there for security purposes. I'd be like, "Yeah, you fuckers!" I like, grab a glass. Yeah. I'm like, "Yeah." I did notice two glasses came up. Quick, distract him. <laughs> Um, so he does a video call with Jeff Bridges, who's in bed, because, you know, other side of the world. Why aren't you wearing the pajamas? I got you. <laughs> yeah, shut the fuck up. How'd it go? Of course they're going to buy it. It's the most amazing missile ever. What the fuck are you even talking about? Um, <laughs> we get a nice little gag where he's climbing into the Humvee we saw him in at the beginning, and Rhodes is about to come with him. He's like, no, yeah. no, no, no. This is the fun V. The humdrum V is back there. <laughs> You're killing my only notes on tech. Oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> no, I'm sorry. No, no, absolutely. That's a great line. The humdrum V. I love it. The fun V, because that comes back up again. Yeah. It's like, but the humdrum V is back, back there. there. <laughs> um, so then we kind of speed through the opening of the movie, explosion, all that. Clips of him being I, I, uh, operated on. Uh, he, wait, he wakes up. He's got this long tube in his nose, pulls that out. I was like, oh, fuck. <laughs> Tries to move, but he's tethered. Something, yeah, something's on him. Something's on him. I was like, what the fuck? And this guy, I wouldn't do that if I were you. Just this dude standing across the room, <laughs> shaving himself, playing it super cool. Oh, yeah. Super Just, cool. Hey, I wouldn't do that, man. <laughs> Tony rips this the gauze wrapping around his chest, rips it open, and there's wires, this whole fucking mechanism and wire and everything going into his A little bit of body horror kind of stuff. This hole in his chest with electrical wires going into it. Yeah. It's a battery-powered magnet. Yes. Uh, Electromagnet. Electromagnet, yeah. (laughs) And so the guy shaving is like, I wouldn't uh, pull on that too hard. There's a car battery. You see there's a shrapnel in your atrial septum. I was able to get a lot of shrapnel out, but uh, there's a bunch in there. So that magnet is the only thing keeping that from going all the way into your heart. So don't pull on that. Stop and that. then he hands him a little vial of the pieces of shrapnel he was able to rip out of his chest. <laughs> um, Listen, man, I'm, I'm by myself. I got no nurses. I got tired. I'm like, give me a magnet. I could have got, could I got the rest? Probably. But here we are. <laughs> um, this is so, a big damn car battery, too. Yeah. This is like a truck battery. Like, it and, is not a well, small battery. And this dude is, it's, all right, so we're in a cave. We're in a corner of the cave that has been turned into a prison cell where the fuck are you getting this goddamn semi-truck battery well i mean they got trucks around they're running their their i mean i, I don't doubt and they can get the battery they, they would do anything to keep him alive because they need him as right. we find out but yeah. my question is is like because this dude is just tugging around this battery like it's a freaking woman's purse 
and or a man's purse. I'm not. I mean, whoever, whatever, Indiana it's a satchel Jones or whatever. Yeah, no, it's fine. But <laughs> this satchel. is like he's just walking around with like that's a that's a goddamn heavy friggin' battery, dude. <laughs> no, car batteries are heavy as fuck, and this is a big one. I mean, that's yeah. got to be 40, 50 pounds. Yeah, yeah. This ain't going in your friggin' Ford Taurus. No, this is going in a big old truck. Yeah, this is a, this is a Mack truck type big battery. Um, or construction workers Dodge Ram. Those guys have the unnecessarily large fucking Dodge Ram truck. You you pull into a parking lot. You don't need the fucking biggest truck ever. Well, and I have had uh, my guy had a one ton diesel that I I ran because I hauled my camper when I'd work on the road and stuff. So I used it for hauling. But they actually have two batteries. Mm-hmm. Most of your big trucks have more than one battery. Well, yeah, so, you power all those tiny dicks. Sir. <laughs> <laughs> Nailed it. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways. But all those tiny dicks turned into one giant dick when I had to really fight the Oh, yeah, ago. like Power Ranger <laughs> style. <laughs> or Voltron. Yeah. Um, Voltron penis activate. <laughs> <laughs> Thank God I got two batteries in this thing. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. Just like my wife's rep. No, all guys. right. So, <laughs> so this guy is Jensen. His name's Jensen. He says, we've met... We've met before. Really? I don't remember that. <laughs> Not surprised. If I was that drunk, I wouldn't even be able to stand, much less give a lecture on integrated circuits. <laughs> so we've no Tony Stark, on top of being a genius, also handles his booze well. Got that. And so we got this whole cave scene, That's right? the only difference between him and I. Yeah. <laughs> Is that he can handle his booze? This is. Or that he's a genius? Okay, there's more than one. <laughs> All right. So we get this whole cave scene, right? Uh, they're a hostage because the sacred rings, the sacred rings, right, is the group, the uh, terrorist cell that's holding something him. to that effect. Yeah. Um. So they want him to build them the Jericho missile, and I do love that they even say, "You, you can't kill you. You're the most famous mass murderer in the world." And he's like, "Oh." fuck that's that's not what i want to hear but of course that'd be how they look at him he's the one selling all the weapons that they're yeah. like every time their villages get exploded his names apparently are on the freaking yeah. missiles so he would he is the biggest mass murderer in the world i just love that detail they put in that well line. now i guess it depends on what side you're standing on is it are they terrorists or are they like freedom fighters Fighters. well it depends because if you ask my friend back in kansas they only hate us because freedom but they're sure buying weapons from our freedom to fight back at our freedom. But uh, yeah, are these guys terrorists or not? I don't know. Was the Mujahideen terrorists or freedom fighters? And then they ended up being Al Qaeda. I no, mean, I think it's a it's a fine line. It is which side of the what what what, do you, what are we looking at? Because in their eyes, we keep going over and fucking their whole world up. So they're freedom fighting, and we see them as terrorists when they're just like, no, you keep. Well, when Russia invaded Afghanistan back in like what was that the eighties or whatever, yeah. uh, we Reagan trained era. them right. how to fight. Right, we that's trained what them Rainbow how to, Three was all about: how yeah. to raise, you know, make money by selling the poppy and making, you know, opium and everything. Yeah. So that was the Muhujadin. Am I saying that right? Was um, that was that group that we trained and worked with, gave weapons and training to, that then grew into become Al Qaeda? Yeah. And it's because we abandoned. We them. did it once we oh, once yeah. we used them for their purposes. We're like, all right, deuces. And then like, Jesus, we, what the wait? What the fuck, what? guys? And that's what we continue to do all across the world. And then we wonder why everybody hates us. It's because we're out just looking for the resources of the rich, and then we, and uh, we leave. leave. 
But we did, Vietnam. But we, we wouldn't did. have been in Vietnam if they didn't have uh God, what's the what's the mineral that they have that we make our aluminum vibranium our aluminum our, no it's our, <laughs> our nailed aluminum out of but yeah I mean, it's, same thing it's like oh you got something all right we'll be there to help well we'll be there to help. But, look, help. But, but look who was at war with them before we went in like in vietnam it was the french right. fighting and they were losing and then we decided to step in to because hey, that didn't go any better for us either. no it did not hey no. hey lbj um anyway so I, I, I just love that detail that they put in, and it's it's nice that a American Hollywood blockbuster movie puts that other perspective in it, you know. Uh, bauxite, sorry. Vietnam is like one of the biggest producer of bauxite, and bauxite is what we part of what we use to make our aluminum okay. wire. So that's why we were there for a decade. <laughs> Not Forrest Gump just running. <laughs> a decade seems like a short amount of time when it came to the amount of time we've spent on oil. Well, yeah. very true. <laughs> Very goddamn true. Well, you know, I mean, if they, if they wouldn't have attacked us, we would never went there. You know. Yeah. <laughs> did, did, wait, Vietnam didn't. It was like the was that the Gulf? Was, us, was that the it? Gulf of Tonkin? There was there was I can't remember. I, I don't think I'm getting Korea and Vietnam confused. But well, yeah, because we'll forget about the Korean War. That's why Brian Denny well, was so pissed. Yeah, off. no, Brian Denny is well, still mad. It wasn't a war. It was a conflict. Well, so know. technically, so was Vietnam, yeah. yeah. But but the Korean one, you just forget all about. But that was well, that's and that's what they call before? it the Forgotten War. We've really yeah. only been in like three wars, because three they, official. If, if wars. nobody ever says this is war, then it's just a conflict. Yeah, well, if there's no if there's, conflicts, if Congress doesn't doesn't declare, you know, have a declaration of war, then it's not technically a war, right? You know, it's a police action or it's. Whatever else they so want. Vietnam was not a war. I don't think. I think the only ones we've had we've actually had declarations of war wars. were the two world wars and the war of eighteen twelve. I think those were the only declared wars that we've been involved in. So we're uh, really actually tar- actually we're a very peaceful country. Yeah, very, very peaceful. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah. That's that's the takeaway from all this. So anyway, uh, they take him to the scrapyard. Here's just a bunch of shit. Just just metal and shit. Build us a Jericho, and you're free to go. And I think he even looks over at you and says, like, is that, is that, no, they're going to kill us both. Yeah, I kind of figured that's how that was going to go down. Uh, So now we do get some great RDJ acting. You know, he has to face the reality that the weapons he's making and, you know, he just cushy life in Malibu, California. I make this new weapon. I make fucking billions of dollars. I bang magazine models and whatever and i don't know but no there's something beyond that once you make that billion dollars by selling those weapons to the military they're used for murder terrorism chaos you are not just you're you're just making money and that's what you see but there are repercussions to everything and he has to fucking come to terms with that so we get to see him like humanize um and he never cared before now and it's all you know just seeing it click and i'm like oh jesus oh fuck me so he sets up his workstation he's like i guess i gotta i gotta build this jericho missile or build the missile and then die or don't build it and die so this is this is cool this is a real good at least if you build it they'll probably kill you quickly yeah after 
if they if you refuse to build it, they'll probably punish you trying to convince you to build it. Correct. So yeah, draw it out or just just yeah. get over. This is this is not a good situation to be in. Probably like most of the people that are on the receiving end of the weapons I made. So fuck yeah, I go all right. <laughs> Seems. <laughs> It's a pretty cozy cave. I'll yeah. hang out down here for a while. <laughs> but then he's like, I need this, I need this, I need this. This these the shit the shits that yeah. I need. So well, at least you know they're not gonna chop off your hands. <laughs> right. You know. Yeah, but there's other things. <laughs> yeah, there's things definitely <laughs> chop off. Yeah. Uh so Yinsen's like, hey, they speak all these languages. They're your most loyal customers. These guys love Stark Industries. They call themselves the Ten Rings. And they that's ten rings, not sacred rings, but ten rings, isn't that Shang-Chi? Yeah, the ten rings come back up. So, are we setting up? Oh, of course, the comics have been out for fucking decades and decades. So, them referencing the ten rings, but I think that was something with uh, what's his bitch ass in Iron Man three, the Mandarin, because he ends up in Shang Chi. So, I think the ten rings have popped up quite a bit. Yeah, I need I need to look into more of that as far as because I didn't even think about because I've seen Shang Chi, but I hadn't put it back together Which I enjoyed this. Shang-Chi until it turned into a cartoon dragon fight at the end. It's like, no, when it's a dude doing kung fu and shit, awesome. And then cartoon dragons. I'm like, no, I'm out. I'm out. We're in the Marvel universe. I can stand mutants. I can do superheroes. Dragons bursting out of a mountain. Nah, I mean, there's there's dragons in the Marvel universe though. There's everything in the Marvel universe. <laughs> yeah. There's Roman and Greek mythology, even though they're the same thing with different names, but they're separate. I mean, tracks things. the destroyer's uh, daughter is a dragon. I don't know if you knew that or not. <sighs> it's probably the bad dragon, the the weird shaped dildo thing. That seems uh, more like Drax's. Uh, no, no. So was it Moon Dragon? Her name is Moon Dragon. Oh, and she's pretty badass. Okay. And I will not have. I will I not know, tolerate you saying. I just got. Holy shit! Uh, anyway, so he starts work. You know, he's going to work, tearing apart old Stark weapons, getting stuff he needs. You know, see this. He gets a, the thinnest little like metal ring out, and he's like, "This is like point zero one seven of some fucking element. We need one point seven eight amounts of it. So tear apart eleven more of these things. We, you know, it's like, God damn." Um, and the rings are watching them on the old school fucking tube monitors, like the old Apple II looking fucking computer monitors. And they're like watching them on their like Chuck Berry watching people in the bathroom, <laughs> just watching this guy work. Um, <laughs> so, every like time you go to the bathroom, you're like, God damn it, Chuck Berry. God damn it, Chuck Berry. <laughs> I know he's dead, but. It's like the old nursery monitors. Yeah. Like you watch your baby sleep in there. Yeah. It, it, you know, hey, look, we're set up in a cave, man. Tech isn't isn't our strong suit. We're worried about weapons. The Wi-Fi signal doesn't go too far. In the yeah, cave. exactly. <laughs> exactly. Um, so the first thing he does is not build work on the weapon. He builds a mini arc reactor that he inserts into his chest to replace the car battery. So it's constantly pulling the shrapnel back. And he really whipped that, that out, which I don't know. It doesn't really explain the time spent in the cave. Yeah. Like how long was he there? Do we know? It, uh, no, that, I think they do say when he gets back, he was gone for like six months or so. Like, oh, Jesus, that's a long time. Yeah, it was it was months. But uh, what I don't understand, this arc reactor and even the car magnet that he had before this, magnets don't hold stuff in limbo. So if the shrapnel's in an artery and you fucking have a magnet on it, it's going to pull the shrapnel out. Magnets pull 
maybe it's, non-stop. Maybe it's, maybe it's working like a gravitational field, like it keeps the moon in orbit around the Earth. You know? I guess so. It keeps the, the shrapnel from the, going the pull further, of the magnet is but, exactly. Yeah. Proportional to the flow of the bloodstream, so the blood's pulling the shrapnel one way, as the magnet's pulling it back at the exact same rate, and it just holds it in stasis, or holds it up against the side of whatever it's stuck. It just into. like no, yes. the mag- like. Look, I got a tape measure with a magnet on. I used to pick shit up all the time around the job site. Magnets pull shit until it goes clink and hits it, so that shrapnel would be pulled the fuck out. Yeah, but you also have uh, uh, speed trains that work on uh, opposite poles of, of magnetism. Right. That, that don't, you wouldn't, the trains don't just fly but, off. They hold no, it. Right, they're, because they're, you have reverse polarity. You have right. the north and the south. I get that. But you're not going to do that when you're having shrapnel. You're trying to keep away from someone's heart. You would full just do the one. There's not a magnet in his heart with the other polarity. You would just have the one magnet doing the pulling. Uh, I assume so, but I assume that the magnet strength is just such to keep it right where it needs to be, I guess. As he gets better and better, wouldn't you think he just, just pull it out? Yeah. Just, just fucking pull it out. Put a stronger magnet and yeah, just, just suck it all out. Just get the fucking shrapnel out <laughs> well, of my that goddamn chest. You. That might kill you. I guess if you did it at such a slow enough pace that your body could heal as it's working its way out. Eventually, he gets it out. Not in this movie. Eventually, he gets it out. All right, 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 right. Because uh, he's poisoned in the second one. and Well, whatever. That's all. And I'm just like, the magnet doesn't hold things in place it also three months just is what they it. said oh. as he spent three months um, anyway so with the 10 rings he makes his first arc reactor right um so he can just clip that into his chest doesn't need to hold this battery around uh we see he starts laying out the blueprints he's made blueprints for the suit uh this is the ironmonger what his first suit was called which i guess is cannot canonical when iron man was first introduced he wasn't the svelte red and yellow iron man oh, yeah, we yeah. Know. it was a big steel which, looking yeah so, which is weird because you think you'd be like here's this character because they always do they just draw this cool looking character and they're like yeah he shows up and then years later we worry about an origin story and come up with a why so i would figure that he'd be iron man i'm doing shit and then a long time past that be like oh we actually started this and it was just a big hunk of metal and whatever but no he actually did start yeah it's His like first a big introduction was just looking monster. Yeah, yeah, was was this? Um, so the 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 rings are watching, you know, and they do see him walking around with this glowing chest, and they're like, oh, that, uh, "We'll keep an eye on this. Seems interesting. I don't know. I don't know about all that. Don't know what that is, but but it does seem that he's still working. So as long as he's still working, all right." Um, Tony and Yinsen are bonding, talking about their family, you know. I don't have any family. I just bang whores all the time. And Jensen's like, yeah, you know, I have family, uh, wife, kids. I'll see them when I leave this place. You know, so that's veiled. You don't think it's veiled, just a normal guy talking about, once I get out of here, I'm going to see my wife and kids. <clears throat> so, um, but Rings, as the more that the uh, Ten Rings watch him work, they're like kind of getting confused, like just, Looking at a picture of the Jericho missile, it doesn't look like the Jericho missile. Maybe he changed the plans. I don't. What's he? What's he doing? Which brings to mind one of my favorite Tom Waits songs. What's he building in there? <laughs> it's a perfect fit. The, the Tom Waits song is just when you have that creepy neighbor who's like, he's got a tire swing in a tree. He's got no children that I can see. <laughs> What's he building in there? So, but that's what they're thinking. What the fuck is Tony Stark building in there? Uh, Raza, because well, like, he sees him like with with having like 
metallic gloves and whatever and, and legs yeah. and stuff moving around. So he's like, this doesn't seem right. And so they're like, this doesn't seem right, but I've never built missiles by hand, so I don't know what all he has to do. I can't say that he's not working on it. He's definitely yeah. working on something. I see welding and shit happening. This makes sense, I guess. I feel like I'd have like my own guy in there, like helping all the time too. Yeah. Oh, you like, would my have own to. people. Like, like, like these guys are these are these are shitty terrorists slash yeah. freedom fighters. But like you have someone in there, like all right, I'm watching what you're doing. Yeah. I am. I yeah. Someone is is involved in the process. <laughs> but Raza comes in. Raza is like kind of the main guy. I'd have my guy Ezekiel in there with Tony. Ezekiel? Nobody. <laughs> that's stupid. That's stupid YouTube videos where it's like, what's your name? Like, oh, Tony. Yeah. Fuck you, Tony. No, that's right. <laughs> like, what, like a dog and something yeah. screaming at each other? Fuck <laughs> you. What's your name? Ezekiel. Fuck, Fuck you, Ezekiel. <laughs> Don't say it. Don't say it. Fuck you. Ah, <laughs> God damn it. Yeah. You know what I did by that? <laughs> Don't you say it. <laughs> Fucked your mom. Yeah. <laughs> yes, exactly. All right. Now I get it. Um, so he comes in. Raza is the the kind of the the head of this 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 rings organization, and he has a whole speech about rulers and kingdoms. You know, Genghis Genghis Khan had a bigger empire than Rome. Nobody talks about that. Nobody realizes that. But Genghis, we need that. This is great. This is this is what I'm after. The the empires. We need this. And now. Whoever has stark weapons rules the whole world. So that's why I've got you personally now to make stark weapons for me. So it'll be my turn to have a massive empire. Right. There we go. We got our, our villain exp- oh, son of a bitch. You got me monologuing, <laughs> you know? Yeah. Now, and you know, I think you got to give it to, if I remember right about my history about like, as far as Rome and as far as like a uh, 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 con went, they, like Rome is like, okay, you're here now. Now you're a part of Rome. Now you have to believe what we believe. You have to do what we got to do. I believe that Genghis Khan didn't care if you believed in his gods. He didn't care how you worshipped or how you lived. As long as you were like like bent the knee to him, he's like, all right, all right keep on keeping on. You know, tithe, Give him his, your tithings and let him fuck all your women. Well, yeah, I mean, there's, there's that. But uh, <laughs> yeah, no, he didn't He didn't try to change your way of life. Just you, you belong to Genghis Khan now. We do? What do we do now? Uh, nothing. Just, Just admit that you on. belong to Genghis Khan. Cool. All right. Right <laughs> yeah. on. Um, so, you know, he's there trying, goes to, to start fucking with Jensen, wants to torture him, kill him. Uh, Tony stops like, hey, obviously I need him. I need an assistant. I can't build this shit on my own. Uh, also, don't burn his mouth. I like want to put some hot metal in his mouth or something. Yeah, it's like, like uh, coal, coal or something. Yeah, yeah he's, like, he's uh, got to translate here, dude. Yeah. <laughs> You can't take the tongue away from the dude. That's the only way we could talk to each other. This is fucking stupid. Knock it off. And the guy's like, you've got one week to give me my missile. I got a missile for you, bud. Yeah. <laughs> so we get a big work, uh, work montage. 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 Uh, RDJ just being all sweaty and jacked for no reason. RDJ got in some shape for this fucking movie. Just like fucking doing the old... Uh, Steel Smith, like yeah, holding this just, down, just hammering, hammering hot metal, just, just whatever. Yeah, just, like a friggin' peasant in yeah, 900s I, England, I just, just hammering shit, hammering shit. And then we get the dramatic mask reveal. He pulls up this mask, and Jensen's like, uh, "What do you think about that?" He's like, uh, "What have you been working on over there, dude?" Yeah, like, I, I thought, I thought we were getting a missile to get us both out of here. No, so 
as the suit's coming together more and more, they're working off camera. They found that there's a corner in this cave that the camera can't see, so they're able to do stuff off camera, uh, <laughs> which really pisses off the rings. They're like, these motherfuckers, out of view. They're doing something. They're, so they start rushing. Yeah, they've rushing. been doing butt stuff. Yeah. It's a masturbation. No, of we course shouldn't allow this. If you, just the, that's the stuff that God can't see. It's lonely. In that <laughs> cave. Fuck me in the ass because I love Jesus. Um, good Lord would have wanted it that way. It's so, the sex God can't see. Yes, yeah, yeah. everybody knows the sex that God can't see. So they they go into the cell and they're going there and they're about to unlock the door. You know, like, oh, we're going to get it. Oh, we're going to get them. And they got to wait because it's like a timed lock or something. And like the bad guys are outside the door waiting for it to open. And Tony Stark's powering up his suit. Downloading something. I think I, he's I downloading something down, to yeah. suit, but the door's taking a minute to open. And, uh, I do like he wired it, so as soon as they do open the door, it's like a Home Alone trap, except instead of a broken See, I think Christmas they're just ornament. waiting for him to step around and show their hands, because they usually don't go in until they show their hands. So I think they're yelling, like, show your hands, show your hands, or whatever. Oh, because as soon as the door opens, there's an explosion. Oh, yes, yeah, no, the door because wired. They, had it, they had it wired. Yeah. But I think that's what, I don't think there was anything delaying the door other than them waiting for them to, so oh, they could on, see on him. On camera, yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah, they're looking but through the little, the little, view. yeah. And, but the door fucking explodes. And so now he's making his way through his tu- through these tunnels, right? He's <laughs> could you? I mean, and I feel it for these guys. Like as soon as you get in there, you just explode, and you're like, "I'm, I'm sorry, this barely ever happens." Like, uh. okay. <laughs> uh, well, well, I want to know what what kind of smart terrorists are going to give you access to explosives. I mean, I know you're building a missile. You got to build a missile, so you got to need something. But but damn, you're going to give them explosives. It's like. Well, like think? I said, like <laughs> yeah. you keep one of your guys in there that at all you times. You do need like, somebody in there yeah. to be like. Big uh, loophole in, yeah. the, in the whole set. Uh, uh, that, no, that, not that. No, no, no. So you can make your own bombs, booby traps. Yeah. You yeah. know, you would be there at gunpoint making him build the missile. You would just be like, well, let's lock him away in a room and uh, hope he does what he's supposed yes. to do. You would treat them like textile workers in the United States in yeah. the early 1900s. Oh, You'd have you, somebody over them with a gun. I was going to say you would and, treat them like prisoners. Yeah, and locked in a room. <laughs> yeah. That may it's, or may not catch on fire. Yeah. Yes. Um, but, you know, he's going through, and he built the suit more as body armor. It's not weaponized so much. You know, he's basically surviving his way through the hallways. Um, Jensen sacrifices himself. At one point, give Tony some more time. Just give some more time, and then he runs down the friggin' cave, just blasting off bullets at nobody. It's like, bro, yeah. maybe shoot him at people. Yeah, of, like like he's he's really up. mad at cave lizards as he's he just, runs. He's out just of this holding place. the trigger down, running in a hallway. Yeah. It's like, we, well, that that's you did nothing. But. No, dude. Well, well, he's a scientist. You know, yeah. be, he doesn't he's, believe in killing. Yeah, <laughs> he's Cyril Figus on Archer, suppressing fire. <laughs> I just wasted yeah. it for nothing. Uh, but, you know, as he's dying, Tony's like, what about your family? And he says the same thing. I'll see them when I get out of here. This was always the plan, Stark. And this is where you're like, oh, he intended to die. Oh, because his family's dead. So he knew he was going to see them. Yeah, he, he had knew no he intention of getting out of there alive. Yeah. But I'm going to see them when I shuffle loose the mortal coil. And I say, and that's it, just out one of more. here is in Earth, not one more heavy cave. brick on, on yeah. the old Stark heart because he's like, your <laughs> yeah. bombs killed my family. You son of a bitch. Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, <clears throat> fuck you. His last words. <laughs> His family was still alive and Tony Stark has to go and be like, I'm sorry, your dad died. What were his final words? 
And flashbacked it. Fuck you, Stark. Like, <laughs> he said nice things. He said nice things. All nice things. All nice things. <laughs> but um, anyway, it was just. It was. He said, uh, "You get a scholarship to wherever you want to go." Yeah, yeah. Congratulations. Yeah. Your house is suddenly paid for. Your and also well your unexpectedly it. hot mom gets to come live yeah. with me for a bit. <laughs> uh, just, I mean, it. It was kind of a nice thing because when he said it earlier, you're, if you've ever seen a movie before, you catch on what he meant way earlier when he said, I'll see you when I get out of here. But, you know, it's still like a kind of a mislead. Oh, 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 kind of yeah. a sad little moment. But so now he's pissed. Now he's pissed and escaping before he was just escaping. But now he's pissed and escaping, <laughs> and now we find out he has flamethrowers. Been just just been sitting on that, bud. <laughs> uh, yeah, need him. Yeah, <laughs> and he gets out. So he gets out. Of I the did ca- like on his way out. Like he tried to hit somebody. His hand got stuck, and a dude walked up behind him and tried to shoot him in the back of the head. And it it freaked ricocheted back and killed the killed dude. Killed the guy. <laughs> and he's just like, like, which Manny pointed out a great point here. It's like, dude, if that bullet hit your helmet. It's got to be so loud in there. Like, you oh, would yeah, have to be like, ringing. Oh, God. Yeah. It's like ringing a bell every time you get hit with yeah. that thing. And You're- he gets shot a lot. Well, but also another point like, he didn't have anything on his hands except for like gloves. Gloves. Yeah. And he's over there punching through like a heavy steel oh, yeah. door. And I'm like, really? Yeah. yeah just. I mean, he did have like some guards that came out past his hands so that his hand, he could use his hands, but there's a guard there. But yeah, he ain't going to be making holes like that with it. Maybe he's using his feet. I don't know. Ah. His head. Or his head. Yeah. <laughs> his head. Uh, penis head. Um, so, but yeah, he's got flamethrowers and, uh, and thrusters on his feet to sort of fly away more, more so just ejaculate away. Because when he gets out of the cave, he's at the cave mouth. He's right there at the mouth. And all these guys are just shooting. And, you know, he flamethrowers these guys. Flamethrowers is awesome flamethrower. Like, and honestly, I think at this point, it's more about burning his own, his own uh, shit. Uh, yeah. Yeah. His own missiles, his own weapons. Like, the, he's the like, I'm burning all this stuff here. Yeah. yeah. Of, stock, of Stark industry shit they have. And then he fucking ejaculates his robot into the sand dunes just, just a little bit away. As everything is exploding. Yeah. Yes. And he just kind of. <laughs> And then crashes into <laughs> yeah. the sand. Girl, this is gonna be all up on her. <laughs> yeah. Well, well, he did, and he did have a small missile that he shot off. Also, oh, that's right. right. He did have one. Um. Uh. So yeah, this was when I was. This was the moment when I was watching this theater. I I never read any Iron Man. Like I was aware he was in the Avengers. Like he was on my periphery as a as the vague comic book reader I was. But this was the moment watching this movie. I'm like, I'm in. I. I'm here for Iron Man. Okay. Yeah. Like the flamethrowers and the shoot. And the, yeah. I'm like, all right. All right. All right. I'm with you, Tony Stark. This is cool. This is cool shit. Uh, even before we got to the flashy suit and all the plasma beams and the fucking whatever else he does. This was one I was like, yes, yes, yes. So, of course, he wanders around the desert, has his shirt kind of wrapped around his head and uh, gets picked up. Conveniently, Rhodes is right there. He gets picked up by Rhodes. <laughs> just flying around like three months later i was like man he's gonna be around here somewhere yeah just, i'm sure just, they've been i'm sure they've been looking they've been combing on, on the, the desert the, like space balls just well yeah, the satellites probably on those hot spots or whatever yeah you know? um i did so here's the dumb super fucking cheesy line but but it's delivered so well it's sold so well i totally bought in where he's like 
Hey, how was the fun V? <laughs> yes, sorry. No, I, yeah. <laughs> you brought the up the fun V. Right, right, right. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> nope, I didn't even make a note on that one. Yeah, but he's like, how was the he's, he's, next time you ride with me? I think it's what yeah. he said. <laughs> yeah. How was the fun V? So, you know, he, he immediately wants a cheeseburger. I'm like, yeah, we can do that. He gets back and we see Pepper Potts and she's crying and he's like, your ass read you. Tears of, tears of joy to see your boss back? She's like, yeah, tears of joy because I hate job hunting. Glad I don't have to find a new job. Um, so, yeah. Got to get this cheeseburger first. And I get it, man. Three months living in a cave, I'd want either a cheeseburger or pizza. Absolutely. Not arguing his craving, but Burger King? <laughs> he goes for Burger King? You're Tony motherfucking Stark. And I get your, you know, your arms in a sling and you've been through some shit, but you're right in the back of a limo. You got happy. Send John Favreau into some fucking five-star Michelin restaurant to yeah, get a real too. goddamn cheeseburger. You're not eating goddamn Burger King. Tony Stark is not eating a Whopper <laughs> after three months in a cave. That's all I'm He's, there's no way. Uh, well, and I guess this is a part of... of- this is a part of like Burger King sponsored it, but oh, the whole course. thing you got to get product placement was the, because uh, part of Robert Downey Jr. saying that like oh when yes hitting right. rock bottom was that he had a car full of drugs and he's strung out and he stopped and he got a burger from Burger King and the burger was so terrible. That he was like, what the fuck am I doing with my life? He threw the drugs <laughs> in the ocean. It wasn't and the then, drugs that yeah. made him second guess his life. <laughs> it it the, was Burger King. It was the burger for Burger King. And then everybody's like, okay, cool. And Burger King's like, yeah, that's great. We'll, we'll give you money. No such thing as bad press. Yeah. Well, well, there are some billionaires that like like McDonald's or Burger oh, King. Oh, sure, you know? sure. There's, I mean, there's something weird about a McDonald's burger that everyone's while you're like, that doesn't taste like real beef. It no. tastes weird, but I want one of that, those I want whatever that taste is. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I, I get in moods where I'm just like, nope, it's got to be Taco Bell. I know that's not actually seasoned beef. Yeah, I don't no. give a fuck. Whatever's in that five-layer burrito, I want all five layers in my mouth right now. Yeah, no, for sure. And yeah. I, I know good Mexican food, but oh, yeah. sometimes nah. I just got to go get that friggin' when Taco Bell, Taco Bell. You are not Mexican <laughs> at all. And I and that's fine. You are whatever Taco Bell is, and yeah. you're allowed. You could just be you, and that's cool. But there are times when I'm just like, I know that's probably not even really food. But I want it, you know? Yeah, no, absolutely. So I get yeah. the but yeah, I if I was in a cave for three months and I'm like, God damn it, I want pizza, I'm not going to Little Caesars. Is what I'm saying. Like yeah, but maybe I mean, yeah, no, probably not Little Caesars. But there's also probably not you don't want like a gourmet ass pizza. You just want something freaking. Just give me goddamn and, pepperoni fucking from yeah. yeah. But I, maybe that's what brings you home. Yeah. You know, maybe yeah. that's, that, that's you're you all right. Know. All right. I just was like Burger King, really? But you're right. It was the shout out to Robert Downey Jr. saying that's when he knew his life was beyond repair. Yeah. It's because he was eating Burger King. <laughs> <laughs> and I just like, how Burger King's like, cool. Yeah, whatever. Yeah. <laughs> Here's our money. Uh, we're mostly known for nugs anyway. I mean, <laughs> I know we have the Whopper, the flame broiled or whatever. No, people get nugs here. That's oh, like, dude, they had one. What they call it? Like the something or other that was basically the, the Big Mac. But they called it the Big King. The Big King. Yeah. And yep. that thing was way better than the Big Mac. Like yeah. they made and then it. They had the Chick King, the chicken yeah. version of it. Yeah. They were just oh, like, yeah. hey, McDonald's, anything you can do, I can do better. I ain't mad at Burger King. I, I like yeah. me a Burger King. Every the original now and then. chicken sandwich, that like pseudo hoagie kind of oh, long yeah. thing yeah. that's absolutely not a chicken patty at all on that thing. <laughs> but it's goddamn delicious. Yeah. yeah it's just no. fake chicken, lettuce, and mayonnaise. Okay. Let's do it. Yeah. It's like a Hardy's monster biscuit. 
You want to shorten your life eating a breakfast sandwich? Yeah. Go to Hardee's or or Carl's Jr. and get that yeah. friggin' monster biscuit. The mon- the double monster biscuit. Oh, oh it was a KFC God. thing that was a sandwich and the instead of bread it was fried chicken fried tenders. Chicken. They brought oh, it. They're bringing the it back. Decker they're something? bringing it back. Yeah. Too. Oh my yeah. God. You you want to die today? Get the double decker from KFC. But there's no bread in it. So yeah. It's okay. Yeah. Wow, there's a whole lot of bread on those chicken patties. So, <laughs> this all harkens back to Jim Gaffigan's hot pocket. <laughs> <laughs> For when you don't eat meat, but you still want to destroy your life. Uh, vegetarian pocket. Anyway, so during all this, Potts gets approached by Agent Colson from S.H.I.E.L.D., who's the Strategic Homeland Initiative. And she's like... You need to think of a better name. Yeah, we're working on that. It's like the running gag through this movie. And then finally, when they come out as S.H.I.E.L.D., I think Tony even has a line like, oh, hey, you finally did something about your name. Cool. Yeah. And honestly, like this Agent Coulson in the movie, like he was not, he originally didn't even have a name. He was just Agent. Yeah. And then like, but his chemistry with everybody was, was so awesome. good that they were like, okay, they made his part bigger. And then they were like, then he kept being in other movies. And then he was the lead in the spinoff and the shows show, and stuff. And then and yeah. but when he died in that Avengers movie, oh, you're yeah. like, we're crying over someone that was supposed to be a throwaway character without a name. And now yeah. we're like this emotionally attached to Agent Philip Coulson. And they make a joke off of that in the first Avengers movie where he shows up and Potts is like, oh, Phil. Like, no, his name is Agent. Uh, excuse me, his name is Agent. And Tony's <laughs> trying to keep it all like yeah. platonic. Yeah. Yeah. So they even make no, jokes. Of, so that's just so. A, an but example she, how you put it all in there. You know, just, I guess like I was like made a living out hey, of it. You know, I got a chance to be in the superhero movie. I'm just, I'm just going to give it my all and maybe, and it, you know what? Boom, it did. Yeah. Um, but she blows him off because like I don't know what the fuck that is. I don't know what you are. And he's like, well, we need to talk about the suit thing and how he escaped from the cave. Like, we got more important shit to do. Agent from Strategic Homeland, whatever the fuck, fuck off. Um, so we get this press conference where he limit the. You know, laments about his dad. It's like, oh God, Dad was doing all this, and now I miss Dad, and I'm not gonna make weapons anymore. And of course, everyone like, what the fuck? But he's already scheming. I mean, Tony's already he's four dimensional chess or whatever. Like he's way ahead of everybody's hearing a weapon manufacturer not making weapons anymore. He's already like way far. Like, Oh, well, I got shit. I got ideas with the suit. I know what I'm doing. I'm, I'm way past this. So, uh, now we get back to, I guess, dark industries where there's the main giant arc reactor they have built. And, uh, Obadiah, Jeff Bridges meets them there and they're talking about the arc reactor, you know, uh, Bridge does say the thing Ironmonger, which is what that that the suit is called in comic lore. So we do get kind of that where they say the thing. Um, but he's like, "What if we don't make weapons? Then what?" And Tony's like, "We can use this." He goes, "This this is fucking bullshit, man. This is this is something we made to keep hippies happy. This isn't fucking sustainable, and we knew that it's not cost effective. It's it's totally for show." And uh, but Bridges already knows, you know, and and why he even like went with it to be no we can't do arc reactor this isn't a thing let me see it because he already knows that he's has the arc reactor in his chest and has figured out how to make it functional so why even the whole rant about hippies and being uncost effective just cut all that shit out why even have that meltdown i don't know but but he does and then he's like let me see it let me see it he's just apparently obadiah stain or whatever his name is is not good at poker because that was that was just a waste of everything. Um, 
So he does show him the the working arc reactor in his chest, and Bridges immediately starts the pitch, like, oh, okay, yeah, all right. Well, if we're not making weapons, we got to do something with this arc reactor, and this is we're, we're at a whole different game of ball now, Tony. Let me just let me talk to people. Let me do it. Let me make the money on this. Let me get this going. It's like, no, nah, I think I'm going to do my own thing here, you know. I'm, I'm Tony Stark. This is Stark Industries. So thanks, Obadiah. <laughs> so then we get this awkward scene where he's back down in his man cave and he calls Pepper down. How small are your hands? Yeah. What? I, why? Well, I need you to change this out. There's this copper wire loose and every once in a while. You ever play Operation? Yeah, it's kind of like that. <laughs> I just got this random copper wire rattling around in your fucking arteries. That's <laughs> And this is, the note I have here is, Oh shit! Pepper Potts finger blasting Tony Stark's chest. Oh, I went with fisting. But- <laughs> oh no, because it was. I mean, that's more accurate. It's more but- of a fist. Yeah. It's um, a- but what sucks is RDJ got into such great shape, and the little fake chest thing they have him laying under for her to fucking start fisting yeah. looks. It has less definition than the CPR dummies. It this looks thing, like they're it like. It looks like they painted cardboard like. Cardboard, yeah. It's, it's Napoleon Dynamite's chest. Yeah, well. it's awful. It's like, <laughs> yeah. come on, man. He put all this work into getting in shape, and you're just going to fucking put him in a cardboard box like that? <laughs> That's fucked up. Um and you can kind of tell looking at it, you're like, it looks all weird. Like, yeah, like his neck angle ain't quite right yeah, and stuff. Yeah, yeah. It's, he's obviously laying under something. But I, hey, kudos for actually using practical effects. Yeah, yeah. Kudos to actually doing movie magic with real things. I'll give him that. Um, but, you know, he's made a better reactor, so the, the the scrap piece of shit he made up in the cave, we can get rid of that. She has to fist him a little bit. And then a sweet moment where she's like, yeah, don't ever ask me to do anything like that ever again. And he goes, well, I, I've got no one but you. Like, well, yeah, try not being an asshole all the time. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, and, I, like the, I like how the first thing he asks her is, how big are your hands? Yeah. You know? <laughs> What do, you, what do you do with those fingers, girl? <laughs> um, but yeah, so... I well, got, you know that the, the human anus can stretch to seven inches right. without taking permanent damage. And uh, was it and a raccoon can shrink down to three inches? It's four inches. Four, four inches. Four. So you can get, uh, can get into... Almost a, get two. Almost get two whole raccoons, two raccoons in your ass. Two raccoons in your ass. Yes. Yeah, that's yep. it. <laughs> I, I did have one friend who was like, did you ever take a really big shit and think, huh, that's how big of a dick I can take? <laughs> like... Nope, definitely never thought that. <laughs> I don't. I don't look at and ponder my shits that much. I guess. Yeah. No. I don't know. I've looked at them like you know what. I don't even think that's beginning to reach my potential. <laughs> <laughs> I did have one the other day where I was like, I think that might be part of my colon. That thing is just that's absurd. Um, anyway, uh, thanks, listeners. Yeah. Thanks for supporting our perverted poop cast. So, um, now. Now we got what Rhodes giving a tour to some new pilots, you know, doing something. Mean, Tony just walks in. I guess when you supply the military, you just get to walk into any military base you want. Like he just strolls right in. Hey, Rhodey. Hey, let's talk about this. And he's like, I, he's offering a chance to be in on this new thing I'm doing with the the suit the suit thing I got going on. You want to get in on the ground floor? Nah. The military would be very excited. No, this isn't. This isn't for them. This is just for me. This this is this is a me thing. Okay, cool. Well, nice seeing you, Tony. Fuck off. <laughs> this is a sex robot. This I'm is, out. Yeah, <laughs> but you get inside of it. Wait, 
so you just climb in the suit and then it it fucks you from from outside <laughs> no it, it's for terrorists why are you fucking terrorists <laughs> no Rody, god stop with the sex stuff Honestly, now that you mention it, yes, it does fuck you from. That's, that's, <laughs> yeah. Uh, <laughs> I mean, I guess it could. You know what? In Mark II, I'll put a little vacuum in yeah. there. All right. That's what we'll, <laughs> um, all right. So he's doing this alone. He he reworks the cave suit. You know, he has the blueprints and he trims it all down, makes uh, trim, it cuts out all the fat, all the excess metal, makes it sleek, lightweight, and all that. Uh, while we do, while he's doing that, we cut in with the guys like out there scanning through the sand dunes, picking up pieces of the suit that he had out there. Um, also, I do love that he's always talking. He has that helper arm, that robot arm. Yeah, like he puts dunce caps on it. He's always talking shit. Like, I, what are you even good for? I'm going to donate you to a library or something. But it's like, you you built that, right? Doesn't this reflect on you as a designer? If this thing sucks so bad, did, <laughs> isn't that isn't that your fault, Tony? Um, so we get flight attempt one, where he immediately just slams into the ceiling and falls, and then the thing like shoots a fire extinguisher on him. And you know, fun little gag. It's, it's good, funny. The, yeah, and it's like falling falling around yeah. with it and stuff later on. Yeah, <laughs> and he's like, "Don't, don't." Which uh, I guess we should mention Paul Paul Bettany as Jarvis. That's Paul the voice Bettany of Jarvis. Jarvis yes, but this, this robot doesn't have a voice, but that's the the Google Home or the, the yeah, Alexa yeah. of the home, it's who comes in arm. a lot better. But he said that this movie was great because he only did two hours worth of work and they paid him a lot of money. That's right. <laughs> and so then when they turned him into Vision in Age of Ultron, he's like, "Fuck! Now I have to show up on set." <laughs> God damn it. Worked out pretty well for you, Paul Bettany. Shut up. <laughs> Probably treated you better than Da Vinci Code. Why don't you just calm down a bit? Um, so, you know, he keeps building. Obadiah comes and visits him at home. Uh, more arguing. You know, he's trying to be responsible. I know they want weapons. I'm not doing weapons. We're doing something different. I'm on something different. We can't keep doing weapons. What I saw over there, no more weapons. We're not doing it. Okay, well, give us something about that suit you used to escape. Give us something. You got to fucking... People are investing money. They need to know what they're investing in. We need we need fucking something here. Uh, but he, you know, kind of stonewalls them. Now, flight test number two goes way better. Uh, although, you know, if I was a tech genius billionaire, I would probably not try my sample flight around multiple hundred thousand dollar hot rods. And I would wear a fucking helmet. Yeah. <laughs> like the dude freaking like slams and flies up freaking hits the wall and shit i'm like dude that would kill a person that would yeah. that would definitely cripple but, a like, person knowing how that first one went yeah we just got thrown around don't maybe don't do this around like the most rare and expensive cars in the fucking world I mean, he doesn't maybe give a shit. it's just money yeah. to him but your livelihood like i like i said a helmet maybe nah, some nah. armor something <laughs> nah. like, i know you're building armor but yeah he's out there in like a tank top and a pair of freaking yeah. chonies and he's got his boots, boots and his gloves and on hands, or whatever. Yeah. And he's like, wait, the slammed in the, the freaking thrust. And then the hands are like the stabilizers, you know, he yeah. uses them. And so we get, of course, the stupid trailer line. Yeah, I can fly. Ugh, it's dumb. <laughs> it works when you're RDJ being RDJ. And that's fine. He can sell stupid shit like that. But when the MCU runs with that and we just get every hero looking at the camera and doing, yeah, I did that. Oh, fucking God, Stop. <laughs> Knock it off. Uh, just that fucking obvious line bullshit. Uh, they just need to 
let it go. Yet you had a talented actor ad-libbing and being talented, and it worked there. That does not a prototype make. Oh, who what a talent? What 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 actors aren't talented in the Marvel universe? Oh Jesus Christ! They're I all mean. amazingly talented. Uh huh. <laughs> so uh, he does fly out. We get the the whole thing with the kid on the fucking Ferris wheel. The ice cream I love drops you, Chris off. <laughs> uh, I did recently get Mouse Rat has an album. Really? His, his band from Parks and Rec. They actually have an album you can buy all the he, songs. Did he, was he singing? Yeah, it? no, it's all those songs because they actually recorded the songs to be used in the audio for the episode. So that it's a great album. It's the awesome album. That's the name of it. <laughs> and awesome. I was listening to it earlier today. I fell in at the pit. I fell <laughs> in at the pit. Um, oh yeah, it's bad. Like out of tune guitars and his pitchy singing and how terribly uh, it's. The whole thing. It's it's all right there. <laughs> and you bought it. You paid money I paid for money it. More. Well, the the five thousand candles in the wind, little Sebastian song's great. <laughs> Catch your dreams is awesome. I like on a like a physical media? Like you bought a CD of this? Uh record. Oh, oh. <laughs> I got <laughs> it on, on vinyl. vinyl. I have mouse rat on vinyl. Yeah. And you're gonna sit in your living room and listen to this? <laughs> I had it on while I was like doing dishes and right. laundry right. and stuff. Right. Oh, man, that's... Listen to mouse rat. Just trying to get house. inside. Your situation, I guess. Figure out how how the old <laughs> Nick brain works. I, I like to put music on while I do stuff around the house. I, I do too. I do too. I just enjoy records. I just enjoy hollow notes. We'll get hollow notes records. And we I don't have middle. a record player. I don't even have a CD player. What the fuck are you doing, man? Just bop to the beat in my brain. <laughs> <laughs> it's a bitch girl. <laughs> anyway, so yeah, kid with the ice cream and the, this flying thing, you know. Um, Flies around, we do get the ice problem where he's like, let me go into space. And he's like, nah, 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 you can't do that. And he gets up, you know, so far up in the atmosphere and he ices over and it shuts the whole fucking suit down. Uh, And as he's falling back to Earth, he has to like turn something on his leg that like breaks the ice enough that it shatters off and is able to like, the whole suit fires up. And I like how you see all the things loading back up on his visor screen just... And he barely come, powers up in time to like swoop up before he crashes into fucking Sepulveda Boulevard or whatever this fucking street yeah. is. Uh, and this ain't that far removed from dial-up. I mean, this is 2008. Yeah. Like, yeah. We're, we're not even 10 years away from... So from, <laughs> like, there's no way that anything like that is loading that fucking yeah. fast. <laughs> yeah. But he saves himself and then he gets back home and crashes back through into his little man cave slash parking garage and of course lands right on the goddamn Shelby. The one car I give a fuck about. <laughs> and he crushes it. That's why you don't fly around expensive cars, Tony. God damn it. Yeah, how, how else are you going to show how much money you got? If he friggin' landed <laughs> on an old friggin' Ford There's a 1984 Taurus. Chevy <laughs> Chevette right there. <laughs> he missed the Cavalier. He yeah. missed the Cavalier and hit this Cobra. Because for some reason, Tony Stark had an old Chevy Cavalier parked in his... But I mean, how heavy does that iron suit have to be to, to break through that like much? That? No, oh, that to break through... There was like more than one layer of concrete. Mm-hmm. It was the outside layer, then he broke through another floor, yeah, and, and then the ceiling, landed on the yeah. car. Yeah. yeah. So, it, what is it? Wait times velocity is momentum or something like that. But, like but he the, but he came to a stop. He came to a stop, and then when he was landing, it's like he shut all his thrusters off, and it fell like three feet to the floor. 
and then through through everything that, I don't know. That I don't level, what do we know level. what it i know we know later on it's made out of micro friggin', yeah yeah crazy stuff but like this suit is it just made out of iron it's not made out of iron obviously it's no. probably not made out of steel it's probably no. made out of space age composites yeah i don't know well I, th- yeah. I thought when he was re- redesigning it when when jarvis originally made it like gold and then they ended up making it red that he was making it out of like titanium or some kind some of titanium and pretty polymers lightweight. and stuff. Yeah. Some like strong, but lightweight materials. Yeah. You'd have to be going real fast to crash through that kind of, cause that's low weight. So you'd have to have a high yeah. friggin' velocity. But he didn't. You're right. He just kind of came swooping into his, at his house and then <laughs> fell yeah. through all this. Mm. Sh- and then crushed my goddamn car. <laughs> they finally did it, man. You know, I'm not they sure if the science is correct car. on this. Yeah. I, who'd have thunk? <laughs> That right out of the gate, the MCU fucked up all the science. Um, I do like Pepper gets him this gift. She put the OG arc reactor thing in this like little glass display case, yes. and it has a the plate on it says proof that Tony Stark has a heart. That's a it's a that's a good go- joke. That's that's a nice that's that's a nice, it's a nice backstab. Nice little, <laughs> yeah, but it's, it's, yeah, no, it's funny. funny. It's it's it, everybody can agree that it's it, it's it is a it is a jab, but it's also like, well, this is how you're viewed. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's fine. And so now uh, the Ten Rings over there in the desert finally got all the pieces and they're putting them together and building that back up. Uh, Working with that while while we get a cut scene of Tony like troubleshooting weight, power, armor, ecosystem. Like, what if we end up on other planets and they have different ecosystems? We better probably have breathing apparatus and like all of the things that will definitely come into play in all the future movies. Working all that out. Bold, uh, bold statement now though like he's yes like like it's he's just talking the about one movie and we, we haven't been out to space in years and we don't and know that there's going to be an entire cinematic planet. universe that we need to deal with we've but, never been past the moon at, yeah. at at this point still so like him being like well you never know where i'm gonna end up it's like yeah. dude that wants to dial that back a little bit now nah, he's totally starting work on it. that masturbator inside there yeah work out, get that vacuum going yeah <laughs> Well, even even going back to where he flew up in the suit to begin with, and then iced over and stuff, and then his all the systems shut down. It's like, I mean, is it because his arc reactor shut down, or is it just because? Yeah, why? So how does that work? And then how does him turning that thing on the side of his leg that broke some ice loose all of a sudden make everything wake back up? Like, what the fuck does? How does any of that? It doesn't make sense. Well, those were just, the, was it the flares like that he uses for to 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 get the heat the missiles away from him. I mean, I'm sure that. Well, be but hot. then none of this has to do with the ice, and then or I mean, the ice shutting the suit like down. Hot stuff. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so he goes and he crashes this party. Jeff Bridges is trying to split, explain. You know, he's 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 still running PR. Like this is why Stark Industries isn't making weapons anymore, and here's why that isn't a bad thing. And we get our Stan Lee cameo right here, where Tony walks by and is like, "Hey, Hef," calls him Hugh Hefner, bringing Playboy back up. Uh, Colson approaches him. I wanted to brief you, and he's like, "Yeah, that you need to work on a better name than whatever the fuck you just rattled off." Uh, you wanted to brief me, but right now I wanted to brief Pepper's ass because he's got his eyes on Pepper over there in that dress. Oh man, and Pepper uh, is. I mean, I mean, we we say all kinds of bad things about Gwyneth Paltrow because she doesn't seem to have any kind of awareness about how oh, anybody's situation is, no. other than her own. But I can't take away that she is a beautiful woman. Yeah, I take her over Liv Tyler any day. God, fuck you. <laughs> that is blasphemy. Yeah, no, nah, no. Nah, I just Liv Tyler is like 
totally something else. Nah. The dark hair and, and oh god, yes, just, mm. just watching those Lord of the Rings <laughs> movies, seeing seeing her getting out. Oh yeah, and I'm adding orcs. notes just so we know that we, those are in. Right, right, and we're just gonna see all those orcs being hotter than Liv Tyler. God, I fucking hate you. <laughs> I, I thought I loved you, but I don't. <laughs> all right, Michael Bolton. <laughs> That's fine. That I loved you, but I was wrong. <laughs> Um, anyway, I just do it. What are you? Yeah. So this, I gotta oh, change my name. Other Mike this Bolton. ass hat. No, no telling, ass clown. <laughs> know, yeah. Why should I change my name? He's the one who sucks. Um, anyway, so he goes and dance with Pepper Potts, and and I do look. Gwyneth Paltrow does a fucking great job of at this this awkward scene. He's like, oh no, every day I forget to wear deodorant and fucking dance with my boss. This is <laughs> oh fuck, what is that? You know, and oh that's a nice dress. Thanks, you got it for me. This is what she bought herself for her birthday on his dime and all that tasteful yeah very nice they almost kiss they're about to kiss and she's like ah i need a drink you know vodka martini extra dry all all the all all the olives i mean like a lot of olives so he goes up and while he's at the bar ordering here comes everhart again calling him out for some new shit some new shit has come to light man (laughs) and uh just your (laughs) and i do love uh, gwyneth paltrow but if everhart comes up she's like hey guy yeah. You ready to freaking toss another one down? I'll be like, absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Look, because it turns out this doesn't bother her. Yes, yeah. we haven't <laughs> even kissed yet, so I have no obligation yeah. out there. Yep, no, yeah. we're good. Let me let me fire one off into you real quick, and let me give you a baby. <laughs> <laughs> nah, Tony Stark's pullout game is very strong. Well, she can't get pregnant. You put it in the right hole either. <laughs> <laughs> It's the sex that God can't see. There it is. Uh, so anyway, your newest weapon, Jericho, just just destroying cities and lives all around the world. This is just just yesterday. Look at these pictures. And he's like, oh, fuck. Some town called Golmira. So he goes up to Jeff Bridges. Hey, what about Golmira? What's going on with that? Are we, are we double dealing? Are you fucking... I thought we were selling to the military. How are these guys... Over... What the fuck's going on here? Uh, hey, man... We're not going to talk about that. And that's all Tony Stark needed to see. He's like, uh, you said it by not saying it. Uh, all right. The Chinaman and, is not the issue here. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> He's like, I'm the one that kicked you out of the company. I filed the injunction against you. You got to see that I have to protect our shareholders. Like, uh, okay. All right. All right. All right. Uh, I see how it is. Motherfucker. Okay. <laughs> uh, gets back home. He's tinkering on his suit some more. Sees the news report with that. Uh, you know, back from his cave days, just just getting more kind of backlog on what on what's going on over there, Goldmere and 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 the other side of the world. And we he's got his hand blasters. See him practicing his hand blasters, so he's like, he's got some vigilante shit on his mind now. He's piecing it together. So we suit up, scene. It's the one. Never again in the entirety of the MCU does Iron Man suiting up take this long, or is it this involved? But we get to see every fucking bit going on. We get the Iron Man fucking suit. And from here on, it's like nanobots or a suitcase. Yeah. Or just There it is, you know. But man, ooh, what a fucking moment. It's, it's cool as shit. And he flies into Golmira, just takes them all out, has the fucking special little wrist missiles and all this cool shit. It's like, god damn, this suit fucking rules. Yeah, yeah. And it, like I said, it gets... At this point, I'm not gonna say it's realistic. It gets more crazy with the nanobots and whatever yeah, yeah, yeah. in the future. But like, 
yeah, this scene, it's like, oh yeah, no, it's he, he just he's like, you know what? I'm tired of of nobody doing anything, and yeah. he just shows up, and he's like, okay, the time to start. So, anyways, it starts to blast, so, and he kills everyone except like the main guy of this this group terrorizing this village, and he leaves the main guy in front of all the villagers, and he's all yours, and flies off. Uh, I what the tank shoots at him. He's like, yep, no problem. Take out that tank. We get the cool. He shoots it and then turns and walks away. So we get the walk away from the explosion scene that every action hero needs. Uh, I just feel like, God. I mean, I know you got your palm blasters, and that's probably how they have to work, and your chest blaster or whatever. But like, I'd do it Fonzie style. Like I'd be like finger blasting. Like I'm just boom, boom. Like oh, Tony Stark does. Plenty of finger blasting. Don't worry. Oh no, absolutely, <laughs> He's absolutely. But I'd be finger blasting on the job too, yeah. <laughs> not just after hours. I'm finger blasting. I gave him finger jobs. Uh, God, and why would you not have a penis cannon? Like, why oh, put yeah. it on your chest? Just need a little fucking like, hit thrust. Like, boosh. Yeah. Boosh. And right out of the boosh. America. You know. <laughs> uh, so as he's trying to fly back, he's on everyone's radar. You know the the. U.S. military is like, what the fuck is this? We got a bogey. We got an unidentified flying object. Something going on here. Gallon Rhodes, he's the one from, he works in weapons development, whatever. And he immediately knows. He gets out his old flip phones, 2008, and he's in the higher reaches of the goddamn U.S. military. And he's got an old school flip phone. He pulls out and calls. It is 2008. <laughs> All right. No, you're right. Sorry. It, Sorry, I blew it, up. It wasn't, well, the, the the original phone he had wasn't a flip phone. It was one of those ones that the screen like pushed Swung, up and, oh, then, yeah. and then turned. So I'm I'm looking to see if it actually uh, was a flip phone or not. But when when he's when he's when Rhodes is in like the danger room and he calls Tony Stark in the suit, he has a flip phone. Well, Nokia's are the best. I, I mean, you can drop you could drop that shit from fucking. Military, space station. Military I, got one, I got one downstairs that's been in a drawer since 2000 and still has a charge still charged yeah still it's at 27 right now you could beat people to death with it it <laughs> yeah. wouldn't even crack yeah oh, one doesn't give a shit yeah it was all just jumps out of the drawer and punches me i'm like god damn it, <laughs> <laughs> god damn it no anyway so yeah he calls tony's issue no good because we got this thing you know we're tracking we're about to blow the fucking shit out of it we got jets coming up on it right now and we see the jets coming up next to iron man and he takes them out. You know, I like how he like is hugging the bottom of one of them. The guy's like, holy fuck, it's on you, whatever it is. It looks like a person? What is this? You know, and fucks them up. One guy ejects and his parachute won't work. So he flies. Yeah, because and, they shake him off and then he flies through the wing of the other one. So well, like. Yeah, yeah. Uh, well, crashes it. flying. He's like f- being thrown through the air as the jet comes by and he's right because he gets called out for it who took out a jet well actually it it hit me yeah so it was not me uh but he, <laughs> shout out to manny yeah way to break that car manny um <laughs> not this other manny. manny other manny um, manny, but, manny, so, manny one not manny, manny one two. yeah <laughs> so <laughs> you know as the one pilot is a the ejector seat where parachute doesn't so he goes and like fucking gets the parachute to work and saves the pilot's lives like he's you know Nice, not not a bad for a virgin mission for Iron Man. Killed a bunch of terrorists, save some. Yeah, US. and then you try to think about the incredible things he does down the road in all these movies. Yeah. You're like, how could two American jets almost kill him? But like I said, this is it's this his is first suit, Mark II. This is like, yeah, and he's like, this is first time actually out flying around. He didn't know shit yet, so he's just yeah, he's out there. So now we get 
where Obadiah Jeff Bridges goes and meets the Ten Rings, as if you didn't know as a viewer that he was in on it all. You know, this is a <gasps> moment, but they're pissed off, and uh, he's like, "Hey, if you guys would have killed him when you were supposed to, we wouldn't even have a fucking problem right now." So I don't know what you pissed me for. Uh, why don't you show me your fucking weapon? And so he goes and he sees the ironmonger recreation they've made. They kind of recreated a suit, right? Uh, piece most of it together. It's not bad. Not 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 bad. They they did the best they could digging it out of a sand dune. Yeah. Um, and so you know Tony has since perfected the suit. But if you need a prototype, yeah, here you go. Dude's trying to sell it to him. I'll give you this suit for free. If you can recreate it and give us a bunch of iron soldiers, you know, take this prototype we've pieced together. Build a whole army. Give us a bunch of iron soldiers when you get it worked out. And Obadiah's like, yeah, uh, about that. Click paralysis device. <laughs> and he's and then you see his light up like yeah. blue in his ears. He's like, apparently it's audio. Yeah. Whatever. So yeah. he has a little thing in his ear that keeps the audio paralysis from affecting him. And he's like, yeah, fuck you. <laughs> Uh, I'm taking it. I'm just taking the suit, and I don't give a fuck about you anymore. Um, so, but it didn't kill him. No, it just it's paralysis, right? Which seems weird to me because considering what's about to happen, like he's just like, oh nope, you're you're par- you're paralyzed. Yeah, you think you'd be like, kill this guy so he can't come after me later or something? Yeah. But So now where Tony sends Pepper Potts into the office, you got to go. You got to steal this info. They're you know they're fucking with me. They're kicking me out. Go get the information. I can't go in there. Uh, so she she goes, um, and she wants to quit. This is too much for her. And he's like, you've worked for me all these years. When I was, like, all the shit I've done. And this, this, now that I'm trying to protect people, this is when you want to quit? This is when you want to leave? Um Way to mansplain it. Yeah. Asshole. Uh, but <laughs> he has a whole thing. I'm alive. I'm alive for a reason. I was kept alive for a reason. It must be to protect people. Holy shit, we're getting an actual character arc here in this movie. This character's growing and learning as a human being. Wow. <sighs> Miss those days. <laughs> uh, but she does go. She finds the terrorist video, finds out where they're, you know, uh, they're saying to Obadiah, you sent us out to kill a guy. You didn't say that the guy was fucking Tony Stark. What the fuck, dude? So even the terrorists are like, Obadiah, you are fucked up. What the shit? And so, of course, this is obviously the video she wants. This is the intel she needs. <coughs> and Obadiah interrupts her. You know, he walks in, and it's a it's a fun little like kind of cat and mouse tense scene in the office as she's like sneaking the zip drive out of the computer, and and he's asking for the newspaper because he wants to do the crossword puzzle and and all that. Uh, but then as she leaves, he goes to the computer and sees what she had just yeah, downloaded. Like download complete or whatever. Yeah, yeah, and so now he knows that she knows, and he knows that whatever she knows, Tony knows. So now he knows that Tony knows He knows everything. that she knows that I know. Yeah, it's, it's one knows. of those. Yeah, it's a the whole thing. And as she's walking out of the building, Coulson walks up yet a fucking again. Hey, you got time to do that? Yep, yep, let's go. Follow me right now. Let's just fucking go. You know, because she... <laughs> whatever you want. Here. Yep, let's leave. Um... And I do love when Obadiah goes to the guys at the, the the big arc reactor, like the room-sized one. And they're like, we just can't figure out how to make this work. Tony Stark built this in a cave out of scraps! <laughs> I well, do love how the scientists is like, we're well, not, we're not Tony, Tony Stark. Stark. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
I just love Tony Stark. Billy. He just like screams and turns into a hillbilly. Like the, the way he screams at this guy is so weird. Yeah. Build it in a cave with a box of scraps. Well, we're not Tony Stark. It's a reason why there's. It's called Stark Industries. Yeah, but yeah, it's <laughs> not called Scientist Number Two Industries for a reason. Is it called Obad? Obad? Yeah, Obad? No. Don't know what the fuck your name is. Come on. It's called <laughs> apparently just doing the dude all over again. Industries. No, it's not. Yeah, uh, doing the dude. Doing the dude. <laughs> uh, so yeah. now, yeah, we get the scene where he goes to Tony's house, paralysis machine on him. Uh, lays out the whole plan, rips the fucking new advanced <laughs> reactor right out of his chest. Yeah, he's like, yep, you don't need this. You don't anymore. need this anymore. Fuck you. Uh, opening- once again, didn't caught him. Caught him freaking monologuing. Pulled the thing yeah. out. Thought that would do it. No, nope. should have no. just killed him right there. If you should've want him dead, him. you got to kill him. But we do get the opening line where he steals this fucking reactor of his chest. Like, I think just because you had an idea that it belongs to you. Nah. <laughs> Nah, try inventing something while you work for Walmart or any <laughs> yeah. company. Yeah, no, anything absolutely. you come up with is ours. Your your personal idea, that's our. You got to keep that hidden from. Yeah. Um, no, there's a guy like a, it's this little it's, it's a socket that we use a lot in our trade. Now it's become a pretty popular socket. Where this dude is a lineman that invented it, and he just he's like, man, it'd be handy to do this, and it's a nine sixteenths and three quarter socket. And the nine sixteenths is sprung loaded, so if it's a three quarter bolt, it goes, it sinks down, and you can take it off. And he took it to Klein Tools, and I, I, I love Klein Tools. I love my Kleins, my side cutters. And if it stuff. ain't Klein, it ain't mine. And they, they, he showed up. He said, "Hey, I invented this. Would you guys be interested in manufacturing it? Would you buy this idea from me?" And they're like, "Uh, you got a patent on it?" And they say, "He says, no. I'm just seeing if you want to would be interested in buying the idea." Like, nope, not interested at all. And then they started making them immediately after that. <laughs> <laughs> it and patented it and made it and oh, they're out there for sale. Damn it. <laughs> now Milwaukee's making them. Always making yes. Them now, yeah. Just like Ghostbusters, if someone asks you if you're a god, you say yes. If someone yeah. asks if you have a patent, you say yes. <laughs> yes. And then yeah. go get one. Yeah. <laughs> but that does suck for him. Uh, so while he's, you know, fucking over Tony, he does fuck up. He makes a mistake saying, oh, I wish Pepper could have lived. That's too bad. And that's when he's like, oh, you're going to fuck with my pepper? <sighs> There's my will to live right now. Uh, we cut to her on the phone with Rhodes. She's cluing Rhodes into everything. But as soon as the paralysis machine wears off, you know, he crawls down the stairs. Thank God we got that gag gift. The OG arc reactor he breaks open, gets to plug that in. Like, well, he doesn't even, he like makes it almost to it. It can't quite reach it. Falls on the floor, oh, right. dying, and then the useless robot wrote, that has not listened to him at all is just like lowers it down. He's like, "Hey, bud, looking yeah. for this? <laughs> Maybe don't be an asshole next yeah. time." <laughs> the one that the one that kept on spraying him yeah. with yeah. the fire yeah. 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 It'd have been um, great if it had handed to him and then sprayed him with the. Fire <laughs> <laughs> sure, that would have been that would have been great. He's like, uh, excellent, and then ah, oh, <laughs> goddamn it! I can't even be mad because you saved my life, but. Yeah. <laughs> or as soon uh, as he gets it plugged in, he turn, rolls over. It's like, <laughs> I'm just saying it would have been a better movie. <laughs> yeah, Fabro, if you need notes. Uh, uh, so now, cut to Obadiah plugs the new one that he just stole, the advanced one, into his new machine. And how they got the plug right? Like, how do you even know what sort of fucking plug is on the back of this mini arc reactor uh, it's thing? Just wires. No, it's, just, it's just a clip in plug. Yeah, no, I mean, it's just, I mean, don't, the, the, you'll plug and play, but how do you, how do you, I, ah. I don't know. You guys are electricians, you know, you just, 
the, it's the, all the standard same. yellow Just fucking plugging shit in. Yep. Um, <laughs> it only fits in one way. That's right. I, I was like, how does he know what type of USB Tony had in his chest? You don't know what type of US chest ah, USB he has. It's USB C. Oh, <laughs> oh, it's the micro. You are fucking kidding me with the micro. You uh, yeah. son of a bitch. Um, so now that Pepper's been talking with with Coulson and Shield, she leads them right to Stark Industries. We're gonna go in here. We're gonna take down Obadiah. This is this is the bad guys. This is who you want. And uh, much much like Tim Roth and the Incredible Hulk, they are not prepared for what they come upon on this first mission. When they oh, go in yes, there, no. and the suit powers up, it's like, oh fuck! Not ready for the Ironmonger. Tony gets into his suit. I do like Rhodes comes to the house and he's like, "I'm going to help." Nah, dude, I got to do this by myself. And he flies off. Rhodes looks at the proto suit, the the Mark III. Next time, baby. Not for you, Terrence Howard. Yeah, in Greedy hindsight, bitch. yeah. <laughs> not for you. It's not for you. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I do like it because, yeah, War Machine. I actually had War Machine comics. I never read Iron Man comics, but I, like when oh. War Machine got his own run, I had some War Machine. So I was like, yeah, they're calling out War Machine. Yeah, that's so sweet. War Machine comics, oh, but yeah, not no. Terrence Howard. Oh, when, when Punisher got the War Machine suit for a good spell there. Oh, and I, I, didn't was get, like, I didn't read those. Oh, yeah, that was full on friggin' comic book boners. Yeah. Sorry, the dogs just dogs just in, rushed so, in. They're hitting yeah. everything. Um, so now, you know, we get the back at the warehouse. Pepper and Shield going through. We get the full on Iron Monger attack. Tony shows up. This the awesome fight between Monger and and Iron Man. Uh, I love like they're throwing fucking vehicles at each other. At one point, he has to catch a bus and set a bus calmly down. Uh, you know, they're like busy in traffic, and so you know he has to not only fight the bad guy but save hundreds of people and cars and, and vehicles. Oh, yeah, and, and they're probably also killing like dozens of people. Like, they're just throwing things across. There's oh, yeah. cars crash, and I mean, there's some fatalities. Maybe not dozens, but oh, there's there some fatalities. Yeah, for this. sure. Uh, and nobody, Bridges... Uh, nobody dies. Nobody, nobody dies. Not a single casualty. Uh, <laughs> Iron Man starts zipping all around, and Jeff Bridges is like, oh, I can fly too. Motherfucker, you got 1960s NASA rocket boosters on the bottom of your boots. Like... You but they made, it, they made it to the moon, though. They they did make it to the moon, but it's a very slow takeoff. This isn't like Iron Man just goes, Pew, and he's zipping all around. This is... Yeah. yeah. Gonna take, I don't feel like those boosters are going to get him like maneuvering very quickly around. Yeah, no. Like, like the Look, hand Iron and Iron Man doesn't need 400 gallons of fucking diesel to take off yeah. like you do. This yeah. is... A diesel doesn't seem like the most effective thing. <laughs> I hope that's what it was. I hope it was just, just an old Cummins. He's out there rolling coal on bicyclists, acting like a badass. Like yeah, it's not well, a tiny penis. Well, Tony's move. just got his little plasma blaster yeah, boots flying yeah. all around. Yeah. Um, so he flies up and remember the ice issue earlier, kids. He's like, hey, did you figure out the ice issue? What issue? We just keep flying up, keep flying up. Now, Tony Stark has figured out the ice over issue, but obviously, because he's even like, he's like, well, that. obviously, I've made some improvements. He's like, yeah. oh yeah, how'd you figure out the ice issue? And he's covered in ice at this yeah. point. He's like, the what? And then it shuts down, and he, yeah, my suit is more advanced than every way. No, it's not, motherfucker. I have got a sleeker, faster, better suit, and this is already my second one of these. Fuck you! What the fuck are you even talking about? Better in every way. <laughs> You gotta fucking jump start your boots to take off, you piece of shit. 
<laughs> advanced my ass. Yeah, but is Pepper reaching for the smaller, more advanced vibrator, or is she reaching yeah, for the right. big boy? Like, she, God she, damn it. <laughs> she's reaching for that vibrator. You gotta, I'm the Hitachi 5000. That's right. <laughs> she's reaching for the one you got to kickstart. Yeah. <laughs> she plugs into the wall. You got to freaking change out a breaker. <laughs> that's right. Sounds like a Harley in there. Uh, but so... Yeah, I I just don't get more advanced in every way. Mother, like you've already said, you were impressed by Tony Stark's new armor upgrade. Not even a week ago, you had absolutely nothing. You literally had to go to his house and steal the arc reactor out of his chest to power. How in the fuck are you even assuming that you were improved yeah. in every uh, no. in any way? This is your last advancement way. too. Like yeah, you're, you're, like you. You're, you gonna... you're so full of shit, Obadiah. You fucking piece of shit. And and also, Tony started this fight at nineteen percent. Yeah, like you, you picked like you forgot to plug your in your phone at night, and now you're going to make the day at nineteen percent. No, nah, no. Nah. He's on there trying to freaking. He's got it on low battery mode. Oh yeah, he's got his app shut down. <laughs> like he's <laughs> yeah. So he's not getting notifications. He is able to call Pepper. He's like, I need you to go in there and and shut down his operating system. Like you know his his the computer database running shit, and she's at it getting ready. Uh, Obadiah. Crashes what crashes back down because the ice starts shooting up the place. Um, it's funny, Tony. You wanted to rid the world of weapons, but instead you gave it the best one ever. And uh, they end up blowing the major arc reactor, the big the big fucker that they use for show for the hippies. Uh, blows up Ironmonger. It's a very Ghostbusters explosion of the yeah. bad guy and all that goes up in the sky, lightning, yeah. oh, thunder. Yeah. Cats and dogs living together. <laughs> this man has no dick. Uh, he falls down into the pit, much like Miles Rat in the pit. Explosions. Tony's like barely hanging on. His chest is flashing because he's like two percent phone shutting down. You know, thing going to shit. But Ironmonger's gone. He survived. Pepper's alive. That's all we care about. Cut to press conference. Whether Rhodes is even like, how am I going to explain this? Just, I don't know, flight simulator and that usual thing. Oh, nobody's going to believe that. Cut to, so it was a flight simulation that went wrong. Immediately doing the flight simulation ex- uh, excuse. Uh, um, and uh, he gets a prepared statement from Coulson's. Like, here's, as a secret government agency, here's what we think you should say. Because we want to be behind all this. And we want to obviously use you in the suit. No, we don't want your suit. We want you in the suit. So that's how you know you can trust us. Uh, here's here's a statement, and you know we can bury everything, but everybody needs to have the same story. So just just read this, and everything's fine. And uh, he gets up there to talk. Christine Everhart, of course, is there, pushing on him like, "You really expect us to believe that this was a flight simulation?" So I, I know a lot of people think I'm a superhero. I never said superhero. That's <laughs> funny how he says that. It's like, no, it's not the words I use. No, literally, nobody said superhero. Okay, oh. Uh, well, uh, truth is, I'm Iron Man. Boom. Credits. And here's the song. Yeah. And I was like, all right, Favreau, you write. You write. Yeah, it's better right. here. It's better it. here than at the beginning. You made us wait for the, you made for us the, wait for the last song. And now we're and probably right. going to hang out and clap our hands and wait for the- <laughs> Wait for the stinger scenes we didn't know were required now in every movie ever. Thank you, MCU. But we do finally get... I am Iron Man. That awesome fucking guitar intro on that song. That song fucking rules. Is Iron Man better than War Pigs, though? I feel like War Pigs is the best Black Sabbath song. I'm not going to disagree with you. 
but Iron Man does rule. It does rule. It kick, I mean, it's hard to it's hard to split those hairs, but yeah. But like War Pigs, Pigs, War Pigs, I feel like has a bit of a rhythmic change for the solo in the middle. I guess Iron Man does pick up at the end. I just feel War Pigs is more intricate. There's more different ways that they're kicking your ass. Yeah, it feels like you're. It's coming. They're coming at you from every. Oh area. yeah, just much like War Pigs. Yeah. No. Absolutely. It, <laughs> and both could be. Both could, both could be used in this, right? Yeah. For sure. <laughs> Yeah, for sure. But uh, we do finally get the song, and that's the end of Iron Man One. So let's go around. Let's give our our thoughts. Rate rate it. Is it rewatchable? We'll start with our guest Manny Two Manny Dose. How do you feel about Iron Man? I really like the movie, and again, it's probably better than the sequels that came out after it. Um, I'm actually was glad to be able to watch it again. Like you know, <laughs> I mean, I didn't get to watch the whole thing earlier today with anthony because i had a phone call i had to take but um i i really do like the movie yeah so and dude you got a nice radio voice like i'm listening to it through my freaking cans here and i'm like man i'm that's wants you to read me to sleep (laughs) (laughs) what's the npr show american oh uh uh I used to always be like a Prairie Home Companion. Prairie Home Companion used to be it. it, And then it's you definitely could host a show like that. Just I'm just telling good old stories. Yeah, (laughs) yeah, absolutely. I agree. Well, 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 thank you. You got a nice, got a nice, got a nice voice. Yeah, absolutely. God makes me want to. Hopefully, the ladies like it. (laughs) (laughs) Listeners, if you do enjoy it, uh, write in. Let us know. Uh, All right, Anthony. (laughs) So anyway. So I also enjoy this movie. <laughs> no, that's, no that's, honestly, like this is a movie that I've watched. Like I watched it the first time, and I'm like, this movie is amazing. But I'm a comic book nerd, so like I said, even the the stuff that Nick complains about, I'm like, dude, it's comic books, and I love I love the comic book movies. And when they every one every time one comes out, I'm I'm here to watch it. But Iron Man really kicked off the what I think is an incredible bunch of movies with the with the MCU. And even coming back on it because I kind of like, oh man, all these new ones are so much better because I love like the Guardians of Galaxies and the stuff like that. But then when I come back and watch this, like, dude, this was an amazing movie. Like, I give Guardians of the Galaxy a lot of credit for like bringing the humor and stuff in. But no, Iron Man freaking nailed. I mean, there's a lot of good humor. Yeah. There's a lot of good action. This yeah, is a great. This is a great movie. Robert Downey Jr. just fucking riffing. Yeah, you no. ain't gonna miss. Yeah, this yeah. is yeah. this is a, this is a fun movie. And and if it's on. I'll watch it, and I guarantee oh, every time I watch it, because I'll start thinking like, "Oh, it's not that great," and then I'll watch it again. I'm like, man, this is a, this was a really fun, great popcorn movie. It's not going to change your life stuff, but like, if you want to nah. have a good time with your kids, watching, get some popcorn, burn up some beers, this is a good movie to burn watch. up some beers. Yeah, uh, I love it. Again, so when I went, because if you're dating a girl who's like, "I want to go see a superhero movie," you say y- yes. Um, it, it's not the latest fucking rom-com or fucking I, i'm not seeing channing tatum's strip tees or whatever the and fuck. i don't know if i've mentioned it but, but nick is wearing an iron I, man i do have an shirt. iron man shirt yes which i would i'm, I'm curious not to, not to like how that you acquired this not iron the like not it doesn't say iron man it's not like a picture of a comic book. i have one that looks like the chest of iron man yes it, and he looks exactly like iron i man. do like look at him right now i'm like is this robert downey jr yes <laughs> Minus the success and uh, ability. But no. Um, so I went and again, I didn't know shit about it. I knew who he was. He was in my vague comic book knowledge sphere. I was aware of Iron Man, but I never read anything about it. I don't know shit about the character. I didn't give two shits about the character. But this movie fucking floored me. It's, it's great. It's because it's a movie 
that has a superhero in it. It's not a superhero movie. And I think that's a big difference, and that's something that a lot of the later Marvel movies are lacking. Give me a movie that happens to have superheroes in it. Now we're talking. Captain America Winter Soldier is a fucking spy espionage movie that happens to have heroes in it. That's why it's awesome. Black Panther is a movie that happens... Like, Iron Man 3 even is a movie... And the character or the the director is able to have his fucking voice. Like, I feel now it's I, I we said it earlier. Like they they've or it's already decided and it's already half made before any director gets in there. So you don't get to put your personal touches on it anymore. Yeah. But here at the beginning of it, you did because all, we because we have to have our Avengers in game and Infinity. Yeah. Like it's all working towards this main thing. So yes. no matter what you want to do. It's got to be working towards. You got it, and I here's guess, yeah. here's the the storyline points, and here's the how the fights are going to play out, and the CGI department's already working on it, so that's already happening. You don't get to direct any of that, but this like is just a good movie. It has a lot of good lines. It has humor. It has good action. It has emotional moments. It just happens to have a superhero in it, so it'd be a good movie without superhero stuff, you know. And I think that's what makes it so successful so good and so rewatchable because it is highly rewatchable and the fucking dvd menu i don't know how many times i've watched this movie but goddamn that the fucking little 10 second clip of music in the dvd menu as it repeats over and over it that alone will take me all the way i'm like oh jesus christ like i fucking back in my shitty fucking living room couch that i used as a bedroom in la like it just i don't know there's just the nostalgia tied to even that much less the movie itself i i fucking love this i think- just talk about a great actor of of, of robert downey jr yeah. and this re this this reignited his career and i don't know i yeah, guess because this but and he's then, been mostly this and then but- he did some sherlock holmes but yeah. it was mostly oh, yeah. this but this made him a bankable star again and now he's making a hundred million dollars a movie or whatever the fuck he's making but yeah, this absolutely brought him back from career death, and uh, and gave us and and Favreau because Favreau I don't think was doing so hot. Oh no, well, but, I don't know. It apparently hasn't done great since. But, <laughs> but <laughs> he's doing all right. He's doing all right for himself. But anyway, so there we go. Everybody, everybody wants to rewatch Airtight. Iron Man. Airtight three way three way rewatch. Perfect. <laughs> Uh, if you like what you heard, you can find us on Twitter at The Rewatch Party. Find us on Facebook at The Rewatch Party. Email us, therewatchparty at gmail.com. How do you feel about Kevin Feige? Feige. Refrigerator. What are your thoughts about Robert Downey Jr.? Or uh, could John Favreau actually land Marissa Tomei? Is that a thing that could happen if it wasn't written in a script? Let us know. Email us. We love to hear from you. Don't forget about our sister podcast, The Tournament of Champions, where we rate and review the likability and fightability of fictional characters from the movies we review here. We put out polls where you, the listener, decide who makes it into the tournament in the first place, and then also separate polls where you decide how those fights play out. So your votes do count, unlike presidential elections. (laughs) (laughs) Nailed it. All right, enough of that. Join us next week as we dip our toes into that Wes Anderson universe with Isle of Dogs. Till then, I'm Nick with Anthony and Manny Dose, and thanks for rewatching.
we'll do podcast for beer. The Japanese archipelago, 20 years in the future. Canine saturation has reached epidemic proportions. An outbreak of dog flu rips through the city of Megasaki. Mayor Kobayashi issues emergency orders, calling for a hasty quarantine. Trash Island becomes an exiled colony. The Isle of Dogs. I don't think I can stomach any more of this garbage. Exactly. Same here. Words out of my mouth. Nobody's giving up around here, and don't you forget it, ever. You're Rex. You're King. You're Duke. You're Boss. I'm Chief. We're a pack of scary, indestructible alpha dogs. Atari Kobayashi, you heroically hijacked a junior turboprop XJ750 and flew it to the island because of your dog. Darn it. I've got a crush on you. We get the idea. You were looking for your lost dog spots. Does anybody know him? No, no. I've lost all of my pride. Spots, if he's alive, may very well be living even at this moment as a captive prisoner. Somebody is up to something. Will you help him? The little pilot. Why should I? Because he's a 12-year-old boy. Dogs love those. We'll find him. Wherever he is, if he's alive, we'll find your dog. It's gonna be a fight! I wish somebody spoke his language. the north, a long rickety causeway over a noxious sludge marsh leading to a radioactive landfill polluted by toxic chemical garbage. That's our destination. Great. Got it. Get ready to jump. 